Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C Certified Brewhead, and welcome to episode two of the Adjunct Series Quarantine Edition <laughs> Quarantine Edition podcast. I can't talk already. Here on BOS this evening, once again, I'm here with Tiffany Alexis, our producer and my partner, and everything. Hey, man. Hey, guys. Here you go. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, this was somewhat of a coincidence that we decided to do Fridays, and today's the birthday. Has it fallen on Good Friday for a while? Good Friday, isn't it? Right. Oh, it's a Good Friday. <laughs> it's a Good Friday. So we figured, like, you know what? It's an excuse to do something interesting and, and fun since we're all stuck in the house. No, safe in the house. Safe, safe in the house. house. Yeah. Can keep remembering. Safe yeah. in the house. Um, so we have a bunch of topics today, and uh, now this time, last time we went live on a whim. Yeah. And... I was going to say a few people and kind of lie. It was one person who said that they enjoyed the com- the communication with the, uh, the chats. Did. Oh, Stefan. Okay, yeah. another dude. Uh, Steve. Really? Yeah. So three people said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. said they enjoyed it though. Yeah. Listening to, the, like someone listened to the audio after the fact. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant just cool Oh, yeah, they it. were there. Yeah, because yeah, our main concern. Oh, speaking oh, of Bassam. Check Bassam out. Speaking of the devil. Legend. Or the good one, actually. Sorry. Not even the devil. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, Basim said he enjoyed it too. So, Good. Yeah, yeah. And also, once again, go follow Basim Zahili. He's in the comments if you're watching. Um, he's got an awesome channel about finances and mortgages and bank stuff and whatever. If you need to know. We need that financial education right yeah, now. Yeah, right now more yeah. than ever. He's got some great stuff and he really loves coffee. And he won't stop leaving the house. He's a bad man. He's a bad man. Um, so this evening, yes, it is our bir- my birthday. And it's, uh, it's very interesting because usually what I do on my birthday is if anyone's been following our music, since 2012, I've been releasing, essentially leveraging the attention on my social profiles for my birthday for gain in our music. So I, I released my first ever solo mixtape in 2012. And I think we, I don't know, I usually do music videos. Um, we did a show one year. Um, Generally, videos, singles, or uh, or albums, or full projects. My debut album was released on my birthday, uh, stuff like that. So this year, uh, what we did, we said one, we're going to do the podcast, which isn't a release, but you know what? I mean, I guess yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, two, which we're going to get to today, and it's part of the reason for it. We did a collaboration beer with our good friend. Actually, this is like uh, uh, not even just some good friends, but like our our bestest beer friends. Yeah. Um, Wood Brothers Brewery in North Glengarry, Ontario. They are freaking legends. Uh, we did a collab beer with them. We're going to be cracking a different beer first, and then we're going to get into that one. Uh, but it's all Wood Brothers tonight. Uh, and that beer was also with our good friends Hops and Bros, who are also big on YouTube, with Nathan Does Beer. He's in the comments now because he's a freaking legend. And uh, Noah from Nate. Beerism. Go follow Nate and Beerism. They're all, if you go check any of the posts on BOS, everyone's tagged everywhere. Go follow them all on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and everywhere. So it was a big collab with the boys. We're going to talk about that. A bit later on and how we got into it and um how that came about because it was a, an interesting one um so that was pretty convenient so we've got a, a collab beer launching today and a somewhat uh separate note my favorite beer series of all time bellwood's milkshake the milkshake apas their brand new one came out today and guess what flavor it is <laughs> birthday cake flavor that was on... actually crazy like that couldn't have been done right? better i just yeah. feel like it's pretty good i feel like that's like a nice trifecta of doing the a podcast live we we got the uh, our own collab beer and then the Bellwood's birthday. So shouts to Bassam. So Bassam, that's the beer I I was like losing my mind about, and I've you know you've been kind enough to uh, offer to forward it to me because Bellwood's would not go around the rules because they're well behaved breweries. Yeah. 
So, first beer first. Tiffany, are you thirsty? Oh, I'm quite thirsty. I thought so. Fashion says happy birthday. Thanks, bro. And he said his big cha- his channel basically is like how not to be poor. So <laughs> how not to be poor. <laughs> and you know what? what? But that's basically what it is. It's just teaching you that how not stuff. To be poor. So I feel like that's convenient, you know? Yeah. Uh, golden life. So, I love that. Yeah. And that's really what it's all about. So this first beer is the... Uh, I remember the, it's not autofocus. Oh, it's not. So okay. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me because we did that last time. This is uh, Wood Brothers Glengarry Pale Ale Volume 2. So we had the first version uh, at the brewery during brew day. And this is their second version. So I'm not actually sure what it was, but it seems like it's a different beer because there's a different um, uh, untapped... What do you call it? Oh, like list, list listing. Listing? I don't know. Registration? Yeah. I was going to say registration. That's not it. Um, but this was really good. I should show it. Can, can I, I can't see the screen. Am I yeah, holding it up enough? Yeah, they can see it. They can see it. Hey, so Looks this is... good, eh? Look at that color. It's beautiful. Oof. I'm going to put this here. Just want to hey, make sure Natasha. you... Hey, Natasha. Natasha's up? Oh, is it Natasha Wood Brothers? Yeah, it, it must be. Unless there's another Natasha. I don't know her last name. It's, that's a dub, usually her Instagram is like W... That's what I was because it says W in her Instagram. Okay, all right. Instagram. Is that you, Natasha, from uh, Wood Brothers? And there? if it is, can you tell us what hops are in this and if it's the Glen Glary Pale Ale Volume 2? Is it? Yeah, it is. It oh, is? I'll say. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Louis dropped this off today. Is it? Can you? Do you know what hops are in the, the Volume 2? Because we had the Volume 1 with you guys on Brew Day. So, so Natasha is an owner from Wood Brothers Brewing, this yes. lovely beer that we're having here right now. She's awesome. Oh, so sorry, babe. Here's your, uh, oh, your beer. Thank you. Look at that. Look at that color oh. here. It is absolutely gorgeous. Beautiful. All right, first of all, do you want to get, are you cool to be in the photo? Do you know what? Can you grab the bottle? I was yeah. trying to do it with my fingers, but uh, normally I try to have beers that I've had before. Ready? Just because it's a lot easier. Oh, oh cheers, cheers, cheers. I was just, okay, I was okay. just sniffing. I was just sniffing. I'm very, I'm a cheers Nazi. <laughs> well, that's a good episode name. Cheers John Nazi? says happy birthday, my guy. <laughs> John Emil? Yeah. Love you. Sorry I missed the thing, bro. Uh, Hi, Johnny. Cheers Nazi. Good to see you here as well. Um, I would love to know what hops are in this one. Oh, John so, says the volume's kind of low. Oh, go back to OBS and turn it back up, yeah. I love, this is what happens when you have an audio person and musician come in. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, tell us if it's better now, because I just turned it up on oh. this uh, program here. My God, that is exceptional. So it's creamy, chalky, hazy, tropical, a touch dank. Um, I was about to say bitterness. There's no bitterness there. Does Natasha no, I wouldn't is? say Natasha says that Mark said it's a secret. Ooh, it's secret. Secret hops. I don't think it's big secret. It means secret. Oh, actually secret? Yeah, I think it means okay. secret. I'm cool with that. All right, all right. I dig that. Super crushable. And she also says Citra, Simcoe, and Muteka? Mutuaka. Mut- well, I have heard of that Citra, Simcoe, Muteka. Uh, kiwi. No. Oh. Okay. Yeah, look at the... Close enough to your people? Yeah, close enough. Muteka. Mm. Oh, Johnny says the volume is better now. Better now? Thanks, Johnny. Great. Thank you, John. Oh, yes. It's great. Mmm. Fantastic. Just a perfect crusher. Um, oh, wow. I love it. I feel yeah. like it's almost bitter, almost bitter. Like something about it's giving me some bitterness in there. Um, so, by the way, if people didn't know, Wood Brothers are the third rated brewery in Canada on Untapped, which is crazy. Yeah. I only found out during, um, during Our blog, the, when we're the brew day. day. Yeah. It was like, damn, man, that's yeah. wild. You can see why. Yeah, this shit is just exceptional. So, definitely make your way down there. Well, for pickup. If you can. Well, you got to order online first. Yeah. When they do the releases. I had three batches came out today. They put it out on Monday and they all sold within an hour. Yeah. So unfortunately, all the, only the people who, who were there super early uh, online would have got our collab brew. Um, I know a lot of people were asking about it today and I was like, oh man. Someone was like, save me a can. I'm like, ah, oh, it's a growler. Sorry, Doug. 
Um, yeah, this is really, really good. Uh, um, of course it is. So their beers are exceptional. That's why we were extra honored to be able to collab with them because, um, you know, they're barely, they haven't even been open that long. It's been like less than a year, I think anyway. Natasha might correct me if I'm wrong, but yeah, Natasha, has it been a year that you guys have even been open? I, f I think it's either just been a year or like less than, and if you're able to, you know, like basically Missorum and, and Wood Brothers are the two newest breweries that we know of and they've come in. Dominated. It's beautiful to see. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Um, they're just over the border in Ontario, and Louis is the, one of the brewers. He came and dropped them off today very, very kindly because for us, without a car, to get to where the brewery is, it's not a distance thing, but to get to a rental place, we'd have to take an Uber. You have to go in the rental place, go through all the process to get the car, probably go to a gas station as well to fill back up. There's a lot of touch points, and um, it just... It would have, I don't know, I just don't really want to do that right now. I don't know how yeah. safe it is. So Louis was kind of, he had a bunch of drop-offs to he do was anyway, yeah, so he it was kind of worked out. And we had a nice social distancing lobby session. Yeah, it was really weird. Yeah, but we're like, hey, oh wait, yeah, probably, like, hey. Two, three meters from yeah. us, we all stayed like separate and stuff. And we just hung out for like, I don't know, half an hour in the lobby just talking. Yeah. Um, so it was very, and very kind. said June they opened. So it's not like, not even barely nine months. Yeah. And killing it. Congratulations, guys. It's yeah. amazing. You're when, making fantastic product, though. So I agree. And Natasha, do you know when, and I don't know if you're keeping this you know, crazy tabs on it, but do you know when you hit like a uh, you know, top five, top ten in Canada on Untapped as an overall voted brewery? So for, for folks who don't know, and I had, don't really pay much attention to this, the way that it works is just all the, all the ratings mm -hmm. add up and they get like, I think it's the average rating. Okay. For their beers. And all the difference between the top three are usually like 0 0.1, 0 0.2 um, yeah. differences between them all, which is like, it's, it shows how much of a close race it is. Yeah. Which is pretty sick. Nathan says safety first, which we are. Yeah, exactly are right. See? Nate went yes, down yes, and yes. picked up his, so Nate, Nate was part of the collab yeah. today, so he went and picked up his for uh, for himself and Chris, because we were worried about the, the point about the car as well was, I thought there might have been a border crossing issue because it's just over the Ontario border. Um, oh, Nate and Chris yeah. were telling me that the bridge in from Ottawa to Gatineau is uh, has been closed. You can read stuff out if people are saying stuff. I like to let you finish your it's sentence okay. first. Uh, Ruth says hi. Hey Ruth. <laughs> I'll respond. I'm sorry, I didn't respond hey, to your text. Ruth. I was um, scrambling to get this because we were late, of course. Cause... Yeah, we're always late. You know how you know how this goes. Man's uh, always late. And she says that we are adorable. I'll stop it. I'll stop it, Ruth. Stop You're adorable. It. You are Ruth. Um, and then Natasha says yes. Well, thank you. Uh, and about five months in. Jesus Christ. So well, that's that's where they start killing it. That has to be a record of some sort on Untapped. Yeah. And then Tim Whalen says, Happy oh, birthday, Tim. brother man. Thanks, man. Shouts to Tim. We still haven't met yet. Tim runs the jackasses in uh, Whippy. Um, he, he's the one who's been schooling on Whippy beer. Oh, nice. Tim's the man. I love that like craft beer make, gives you virtual friends. Right? That you just like... I know, but when we see him at the festival, it's like, yeah! <laughs> if, hopefully when, not if, when we get back when we get to, back to uh, festivals. festivals. Yeah. So yeah, we were a little concerned because they closed, they didn't close the bridge, but they put a police checkpoint at the bridge going in. So Chris had an order, Chris from Pops and Bros had an order from an Ontario brewery, uh, Tooth and Nail, and they weren't, uh, he was really worried, like, because it was a pickup order, it wasn't a delivery, so he was worried he wouldn't even be able to get over the border. So Nate, I'd like to know how you went with that today to get Chris's stuff, like how you went about it. So we thought, Louis said, like, this down here, the police checkpoints aren't too bad, but coming north-south, like, between Ottawa, it's, it's, like, a bit more hectic. So yeah. I was concerned for the, for Wood Brothers specifically and their customers, because when we were there, 
And it was, a, I think, a day they weren't even open. Yeah, People were co- popping in for Quebec City. It was a yeah. Friday too, right? Yeah, Friday. Friday the 13th of March. It was almost a month ago. Yeah. Um, people were coming from Quebec City, and that's a long way to drive. It'd probably be about you know, four hours, probably. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't. Yeah, some a, a guy snowy drove road. four hours to get the beer. That's pretty wild. That's and, oh, in the same day. Yeah. Same day. And back. So Chris can cross the bridge and get back home. I just can't cross the bridge into Gatineau. Interesting. Why is that? I'd love to know why. Why? That's kind of crazy. Yeah, that's very interesting. But Louis said there's been no problems. Anyway, that was that was kind of my point. I was yeah. just happy to see. Sorry. Thank you. Don't like seeing even the, the beer a little bit down. <laughs> Look at this. Beautiful. Um, this is glorious. I hope everyone's drinking beer out there. Like, can you please let us know what you're drinking? John, you must be drinking. John, you have to be drinking. Yeah, let us know what you guys are drinking. This is fun. Um, and once again, anyone listening on the audio, like after the fact, let us know if if, it's, if we're doing too much with people, like, because we promoted it this time, there's more people here. Last time we did it on a whim. Yeah. So there was like less people. Um, but yeah, let us know if it becomes annoying. We'll, we'll maybe keep <laughs> we'll space Q&A it out. for the end or yeah, something we'll space like that. Yeah, we'll space it out then, yeah. Um, oh, it's just because Nate says just because he doesn't live in Quebec. So that's just what it is. Oh, so there's no reason to be there. Yeah, so he shouldn't be there. Um, and oh, then God. Natasha says, someone came from Toronto today. Pretty cool. Jesus. Jeez, my goodness. That is love. Mm. That is love for the beer. And Jonathan, I asked what he's drinking. He said, <laughs> Brunello de Mont... Brunello de Montalcino, 2011. I guess that's an Italian one. I assume that's a fancy Italian one. John word. is fancy. Go, go follow John and check out his new album, Spaces in Between, on Tough Gong and his own label, Mind Peace Love. It's phenomenal. Great project. Uh, hit up, check his link to his YouTube thing yeah. there in the, in the comments. Check it out. It's, uh, it's amazing videos. We shot them on location in Jamaica. Fire. Beautiful voice and just great yeah. artist. Great beautiful artist. man. Beautiful man just is what he is. Man. Let's be real here. Um, What's Timbo saying? And then Tim said, too many town beers last night. <laughs> <laughs> Double couch full of dads. Ducks Ooh. fly together and woodsy wisdom. Damn, I haven't had any of them yet. Yeah. Couch full of dads. Everyone raves about that one, but it ran out before Jeff uh, got it to you. Me. Yeah. Um, and Nate says he's drinking the cat bunny. Oh, cat bunny. Nate, what do you think? Because we're going to bust it out shortly and we're going to save the conversation about that. To a bit, but I'm pissed because I didn't have any cream eggs. We've, I'm gonna get some. Yeah, tomorrow. I think we have to. We have to go grocery shopping anyways. So for the sake of photography, we're gonna go and get get cream eggs cream tomorrow. Cream eggs with it. Also, taste. Someone said that it. Noah said it tastes pairs good. nicely together. Yeah, yeah, Noah did his review already today, and he sent some photos, and he actually ate the. Because sometimes if you have like an overly sweet something with it, it would. I don't know, kind of offset the beer flavors too much, but because it's like thick and syrupy, it's eight, uh, whatever. It's a big, big beer. Yeah. I don't want to go too much into it and, sp- and take all that time that we're gonna, we've got reserved later, but yeah, yeah, it works with it. So I want to definitely try that. Um, and Nate says, I don't have any cream eggs either. I'm mad, but he oh, says it's dope. Sick. It's dope. Nice. Yeah. Um, an interesting, uh, we'll talk about it though. Everest says that it looks like uh, we're drinking orange juice, but it's like beer. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's that a pretty right one. There. That's that real haze there, mm-hmm. you know? That's how it's supposed to look. Okay, well. Sorry. Well, I think that's how we feel. <laughs> that's how we love it. This has been a, uh, a concern of mine in this quarantine period in that I've had less access to haze now. Yes, I know Because we're traveling. I'm super panicking about it. Um, it's been a problem. I was like, how am I going to get my hands on some stuff? And then all of a sudden I've had a few, you know, this lucked out today and a few other little like deliveries recently that had some stuff in there. And then hopefully the Bellwood stuff. And even they were out with some of the haze I don't want to get. But I think it's, uh, yeah, we went into it the last episode, a lot of the challenges with all of this. Yeah. Because I don't really want to, like. Well, it's like challenges from both sides, right? It's challenges for the consumer. 
because mm-hmm. they can't get the stuff they love as easy as they could before, and then it's a challenge for the uh, businesses. Yes. Right? I'm actually curious to know why some businesses chose to stay open and some continue and some closed. Okay. And whether those people closing are not in production. Like, say, Aveling, they closed, right? And they laid off all their staff. Yes. But they might still be producing and selling online. I'm wondering if they're still producing. Okay, so maybe yeah, because they asked Brad to come in to do more photos of new. Okay, videos. so there's just culling expenses. I think yes, yeah, and it's, it's just front of house people mostly. Okay, and um, I wouldn't have. You seen any breweries that have actually closed? The only one now is at Masorum today. After they sold out, they said we're closed until further notice. Not indefinitely, but until further notice. And they didn't. As in seizing production. That's what it came across as, but they didn't specify. Okay. Uh, I was curious about that. What's Nate saying? Um, Quebec needs to sort out direct delivery to consumers. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, it's out of control. It's absolutely insane. We're realizing it more and more. I had a chat with uh, Troy from Lebrus last night on uh, Instagram Live. And um, yeah, he, he was talking about it. The good news on that, actually, which is good to put this... It's interesting because we're doing so many types of content now and I feel like not everyone consumes everything. So I, I feel like I'm repeating myself a bit. Yeah. But, I want to make sure it's documented everywhere. Troy said that he's been dealing with the AM, uh, AMBQ. Is that it? Yeah, AMBQ. Yeah. The Quebec uh, body. And they are officially looking into it now. And they're lobbying the government to allow for the shipping. Now, the problem is you found out last episode mm-hmm. that Canada um, federally, 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 you're allowed to ship. Right. It's provincially that becomes a problem. Okay, so when you think about it, it's actually a two-way thing for each province, what's coming in and what's going out. And one of the main things is the tax reason. So if you know, anyone knows anything about Quebec, if you're going to sell any packaged um, beer uh, retail, I think, or at least through a bar or something, you have to put that little Quebec sticker on the can. And it's just like, it looks like a price tag type yeah. of thing, but it just says Quebec. I think yeah. it might have a date or something on there. Yeah, there's some number. There's there. some sort of number, yeah. yeah. And I don't know what the exact rules around that. I think his package doesn't count for like growlers and stuff. Um, so he mentioned something like that. Like when they come in to say if you're shipping from Ontario to Quebec, then they'd have to figure out, oh, where are they going to go to get stamped? How does that tax work? Yeah. Um, one thing that we Are thought- you going to have to do, a, say anyone importing into Quebec, what's the translation going to look like? So that's a whole other thing. Translation so is a problem. So think about if anyone wants to ship products to Quebec- that's prob- that's going to be the hardest. Well, one. okay, so this is that's a really good point. And this is what because if people don't know particularly if you're from the outside Canada, Quebec is a French province. It's Quebec not, exactly. It's not bilingual. They do not have to have English on their cans and yeah. uh, alternatively in Ontario, I believe they don't have to have French on their cans. I've seen that. Maybe things some key things like strong beer, you know, beer fort or whatever it puts on there. Mm-hmm. But they don't have to translate their um, their little blurb and all the information about the beer. So in order to sell on shelves anywhere else, like in Quebec, they would probably have to meet some... French uh, standards for yeah, sure. Yeah, and then vice versa. So I didn't even think about that. I was just thinking shipping because technically it's not... If you're sh- if we're here yeah. and we ordered beer from Ontario and it's got no French on it, the beer isn't being sold in Quebec. It's being yeah. sold in Ontario. And I think that's the loophole yeah. that you, you can get away with. But... If they start importing stuff, because I know, the, yeah, that's when it kicks like in. Like Bose had different labels even and things like exactly. that, I remember. I heard two crows from Halifax just came in 
through Charles Brewers and they probably would have had to do a bunch of stuff. Sorry, go on. It's something interesting from what um, I was asking about, like why some people chose to stay open, some people furloughed, some people didn't. Like it's very interesting. Mm -hmm. And I know there's some internal thing behind there in terms of what's in your books, what are you making day to day and stuff. But he said, uh, Basim said for coffee shops, some landlords gave rent relief so people can close and be safer. So that means your rent, you're not paying rent either and you're actually kind of covered in a way, Hmm. I guess, which is interesting. Okay. So... they don't have, they've got no other overheads because they're still going to have like electricity bill if there's some, you know, maybe fridges that need to be kept on and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They'll probably have a water, gas bill, hydro bill, like for uh, heating and, and cooling. Yeah, but it's like They'll probably be minimal next to nothing. So they'd have, they'd be able to afford the expense. But if they're saying they're a rent, what did he call it? Rent relief. Relief. So yeah. which, is that a portion of rent or all of it? And I wonder if, the, did that come from the government? Yeah, that'd be interesting. It probably to know. did. I'm curious. Yeah, because I know there's some people who actually had to work recession clauses into their leases in order in order to like prevent something like this from happening where they're in a really bad place. Hmm. Um, and then Nate said, "Not sure if you guys saw, but Grain and Grit had closed, but yes. recently reopened. I noticed that. This is one of my com- this is that yeah. next uh, topic. And then the first stage was just direct delivery to Hamilton customers and curbside pickup. And I guess maybe they'll expand further from that. Right. As they go on. Okay. But yes, not being able to ship interprovincially and we all live in the same country is ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I wish there could be something solved in order to make it easier to do so. Because everyone who ships to us is like shipping on the sly or something. They don't, well, because we get PR packages. You're not allowed to, but everybody does. I mean, you are allowed to because they do it. Yeah. And some, you know, you're allowed to ship within Ontario. Like, you know, Rosewood can ship wine and stuff. Oh, yeah, no, no. I mean, interprovincial. Yeah, Yeah. that's okay. I thought you were saying that within the country. I don't know if there's any way that's that's legal to do it. Like, people have been, I've been trading a lot of different places for for many years, like, since I first moved here. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've never had any problems, touch wood. But, like, yeah, it's, it's, it's just redundant. And it's, like... Like we were saying, it's a time like this when you realize how important that ability is for, and not even just, I mean, breweries, distillers, um, cideries, uh, wineries, all anything that ships like contraband, yeah. or controlled uh, substances. Substances, yeah. Like, is it like what's the problem? I don't know. It it seems so ridiculous. Yeah, it is very archaic. So going on what Nate said, one of the things I want to talk about was just. Last episode, like it's really hard to find to talk, and it almost feels to guilty. not talk about anything else. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's why or I really... to talk about something else when this is all going on. Exactly. Yes, and that's why I really enjoy this side now. I'm really happy that people are on here because they're contributing to the conversation, which you know takes it a little further and you know for, like forces us to kind of broaden it a bit because we're like we don't want to just talk about this shit. Like mm-hmm. it's going to get old eventually. Things do change, so it is worth talking about. But I don't know, I don't want to harp on it forever. It's kind of, it gets a bit boring. Yeah. So we thought last episode, we went through all the details, everything we knew to date. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's only been a week. Not that much has changed now. We're kind of at the point where maybe things aren't drastically changing. We're kind of all being told to stay home. And, yeah. You know, all the bars and restaurants are closed. Some are open. That's an interesting thing we saw, actually, because this next thing is just some of the patterns we've been seeing. Uh, even outside of beer in the food world, we've tonight what we decided to do because we can't go out. And, For Craig's birthday extravaganza. Yes. So what we decided to do, normally we go out and we, we go to somewhere really nice. So we have our anniversaries this month as well. And then my birthday and, and Tiff's birthday is usually in the middle of the summer. Usually. Yeah. <laughs> just some years it falls in the summer. <laughs> um, and Tiff, so we always try to do like, you know, bowl out a little bit and go to nice restaurants. So we're like, all right, well, what can we do today since we're, you know, safe at home? 
So we decided to order a bunch of food in to come at varying times throughout the day. So we had some donuts come earlier today. Um, we had our favorite empanadas, which we haven't had in, in from Bocadillos. And then we've got these really nice Spanish food coming uh, in like an hour or so. So it gives us like an hour and a half to do the podcast, mm-hmm. which is dope. Um, and that's been really cool. That's been a nice way. But trying to find a place that's open and on the ordering uh, platforms, Uber Eats, Foodora, DoorDash, all that shit, there's so many restaurants that are closed and they didn't note that they're closed. Yeah, we've had, I've had to call more companies in the last two days than I have like in the last year. <laughs> Probably like the last three years or something. Right? We called a lot, yeah. And because a lot of them, you go on Uber Eats and it says they're there. And then you go and order, then you get through, you picked all your stuff, you spend the 10 minutes going through the oil, you know, uh, mm-hmm. debating the menu. And like, all right, we're good, cool. You press it. Oh, it doesn't deliver to your area. Yeah. All restaurant is closed. I'm like, what? And you yeah. go to their Instagram, they're like, yeah, we've closed permanently. We're like, oh, fuck. Everyone's very, uh, a lot of people were unprepared <laughs> and still working out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Obviously, so. the countries as a whole were unprepared, but that's like another, another thing. Yes. It's like, hey, could you have listened to Bill Gates? Anybody? Right. But anyways. Sorry, um, well, yeah, I just heard you laughing there. I think oh, I was laughing at, um, oh, that's Spanish Patty. <laughs> John what? asked, what's an empanada? He said, oh. it's a Spanish Patty. <laughs> Do you know what, John? Yes, it is. It's a Spanish Patty. It is patty. actually. It yeah, looks yeah. like a, like a, like a kind of less, like wide, you know, like Jamaican patties are wide. It's a little thinner, kind of like a, like a half moon, like a crescent it's delicious. moon. Delicious. And they have like, um, different, typically, you can get like vegetarian ones, but it's just beans and cheese and stuff, or you get like, um. I think we had like a, some sort of shredded chicken and some other beef one. And they give you, I don't know what it is. It's the best ever. It's this, this green creamy sauce that you dip it in. Yeah, so good. And it's, oh God. We used so to get good. it before Hip Hop Karaoke. Our old business partner explained, took us to this place. It was like right across from where we had the venue and blew our mind. It was like, yo, it was my favorite shit. Yeah. Every time we went there. So we thought, you know what? Let's have a snack before we start the podcast and we start drinking. And then have dinner come afterwards. Trying to be responsible. And then Ruth says, let's talk about your birthday. Go see. <laughs> let's talk about so it. So cute. I'm really He's old. He's 39. You have to tell me, why are you putting on glass like that? It's your age. It's available. Okay. Yeah, like, okay. anyone can go and check it out easily. And, uh, you know, how does it feel about being 39? I don't know. Kind of like the same as 38 so far. Yeah, seems like 38. But I'm a little scared because it's too close to 40. And, like, 30 didn't get me shook at all. 40 is, like... I don't know, because you always kind of like every decade when it's those milestone joints, you're like, oh, I don't know how I feel. Like, you know, things are going good, but don't you, you know, maybe I thought it would be, I'd be further progressed than what I am. Everything in its own time. So I feel, exactly. I feel like everything's working on us. So it's like a matter of time before, like, it's not like I'm sitting there, like, not doing anything. Yeah. So I don't really feel guilty or bad or anything, but. Just consistency. Yeah. And Nate says, one of the things that changed surprisingly quick with all this is that restaurants in Ontario that are still open for delivery are not able to deliver alcohol with food orders. Yes. That I was shocked about, and it's incredible. Yeah, so they can they can do, Nate, correct me if I'm wrong, they can do full, I don't think they can do, like, pours from draft, but if they've got, like, any packaged cans or bottles in the fridge, mm-hmm. they can sell those. And I know St. Louis were selling um, the, the, like, 26s of liquor. Like you awesome. can get a bottle of vodka with your tr- <laughs> That's amazing. Wings. That's amazing, though. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I can't remember that. if we talked, we talked about something. See, but... that should be... Honestly, I just feel like I, what I'm curious to see when everything is all said and done on the other side, will they retain these certain things that they put into place? For example, if yeah. I order from Uber Eats and I'm living in Ontario, now can I get two bottles of a certain beer that I like or a bottle of wine with Uber Eats now? Yeah, well, why can't And why you? not? You already let me, so we know it's possible. So why should it only be during a time of crisis? It should right? be let him consistent. Sell 
Because it just shows there isn't an issue. Yeah, it has to be pre-packaged. Has to be packaged. Yeah. Which works for, like, a lot of the restaurants that have, like, really great beers and bottles. Oh, yeah. That's why it's so sad. Like, Joe Beef closed. And, like, Joe Beef, Liverpool, all those places closed. Well, they always have fun. And they always have great beer, great wine. I was like, that would have been perfect to have, like, yeah. that shipped for your birthday, for example. I would love that. What's going on? What's going on? All packaged wine and bottles. The Wild Wild West right now. It is like the Wild, <laughs> it is like the wild West right now. That's how it um, should be. Feels and that's like, why... I, it's like uh, Bourbon Street in like New Orleans or something, or Vegas right here. Yeah, and this is why I kind of like the idea of like, just, just like do around. it now, like and ask for permission. What is it? I'll ask permission or forgiveness. Yeah, ask permission. Uh, no, oh, okay. ask, don't so, ask permission, ask for forgiveness. Yeah, so someone was telling me uh, that... Actually, no, Troy last night was saying that he heard that the whatever the body is that looks over that have been watching Quebec breweries to make sure they're not shipping mm-hmm. and selling online and stuff like that. So whilst it might be the Wild West in some shape or form, like they're they are being sticklers Monitored. for this for the ridiculous, pointless rules. Really, just don't want us to just have alcohol. They want so us to shine. They want us to live. So fascinating. It's so ridiculous. Yeah. Um, so I don't like that. But I think the, I think BC's been doing that from time. My boy Daniel said that um, they he used to he's always been able to order um, beer and stuff with. Um, Uber Eats Fedora and stuff and I saw Bellwoods long like a month or so before this mm-hmm. all started they got their they I think maybe it's the Ossington Brew Pub so they can sell food and then they can sell beer to go okay through uh, Fedora or whatever or Skip the Dishes something like that yeah and they've been promoting it pretty heavy which is sick I hope these things stick around so do I it just makes sense it like, says why? I hope so and that's what I'm thinking it's like we've now proven that it works and it can yeah. happen and it's just going to increase no the one's ticket dying price for it. Like, yeah. yeah it's going to increase the ticket price for every restaurant yep like it's just in their benefit and they're already selling alcohol at a premium like everybody wins the licensee yeah. already got their money and then yeah I don't know there's, there's no reason why not and even on the flip side say something even if it's a province that doesn't let you even ship locally um I just ordered you know like marijuana products from the SQDC the provincial um, weed store and they send that in the mail here and you can order that online so why can't you order beer it's the same shit like it gets you fucked up it's, that's what it's for I think this is Scotty but I can't tell the username is scole 88 yeah that'd be screwed but up. then 88's like why that year he could have just been <laughs> unless the 88 was a unless just no 88 was just a great year but it's a birthday cake Damn emoji right, and yeah, a beer yeah. emoji if it is Scooter I love Scooter if it's Scooter hey congratulations Wait, so on he the confirms baby. if we talk about the baby oh yeah Okay. It's cool, actually, to give a shit about a child. He said, that's me, fam. <laughs> oh, shit. Scooter. So, Scott, congrats to Scott and Rochelle. They recently had a child on, I think it was April 1st. If I'm not yeah, honest. it was April 1st. First or second, Scotty, let me know. So cute. I guess we're not going to meet her for a, a while. A while, yeah. A hot minute. Um, um, he said, y'all don't know about 88. <laughs> oh, I know about 88. Don't get me started. Don't get me started. <laughs> Um, so happy to have you here, Scotty. Yes. Is Michelle there too? Where is she sleeping? Chelsea, Scott sent me a really cute picture of the of Ella, his uh, wonderful daughter, in like this little dinosaur like hoodie outfit. It's a cute. It's really interesting. Like I give a shit about a child. I'm like, yeah, send me more kid pictures. Yeah, because he. Oh yeah, because you yelled something like they had the baby, and I was like, why are like, you? Yelling? I was like, who had a baby? You're so <laughs> like, excited. Yeah. I'm like you don't you don't it's care weird. about children. Like, and then I was like, oh Scott, that's why. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I was like, I haven't had a April like, Fool ting. She's April on, Fool ting. Okay. She's on a house party with the girls. Oh, I'm supposed to be doing that like tomorrow or Sunday. What's a house party? Oh, just like it's a like Zoom? an app, and then you get to do. It's called house to, party. Yeah, but you get to do stuff or something. Oh, like, I've heard games about and that. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's lit. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, hi Scott. Sorry, I was just like, everyone's saying hey to Scott. 
Um, Scooter. I love it. No, that's dope. Your baby's so cute. She just looks like you. It's just funny. It's just same, cute. Yeah. yeah. I've had a bunch of friends who've had kids, but I, I guess, I don't know. Maybe because like, we're super close with Scott, so I haven't had like a super, super close friend have a kid. And, you know, like, I don't really like weddings either, but, like, I was at Scott's wedding party and I wasn't, yeah. like, vexed. So I had a good time. Been five beers. It was a good night. So, uh, yeah. talking. I love it. Okay, so we were talking about patterns we've been seeing. So that was the first one was I wanted to bring that specific one up with um, grain and grit closing and reopening. Because they I said... I they took the time to pause then to just, like, yeah, they were saying work it out. Exactly. They, they said they thought it was, um, what's the word? Given the information at the time, they thought it was kind of irresponsible to remain open. And the interesting thing is Fairweather closed with them and they're just up the street. Nate, you might know, um, did, thank you for warning me, Tiff. You can, okay, you can say that publicly. <laughs> I was like, Craig has spinach in his teeth. I'm, I'm trying like, to take oh, care of you. I don't know how to get rid of it now. Okay, but what's your question for uh, Nate? Did Fairweather reopen too? Oh, Fairweather even closed for a while, too? Mm. What the fuck? I get spinach in my teeth. I ain't need a spinach. It's something from your empanada, I'm sure. You mean a Spanish patty? Your Spanish patty. Gracious, um, Johnny. Yeah, so they basically they closed. They thought it was irresponsible to have people in the tap room. They didn't want people walking in for retail sales, so they opened up, like Nate said, now for Hamilton local delivery only. Yeah, he says not that I know of for um, Fairweather. Okay. Everyone's missing everyone. Nate meets everyone. Talk more about beer. Okay. No more about Scott's no baby? No more about Scott's All right. baby. So Sorry, not, I'm excited about your baby's baby. Babies and other shit, bro. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, the, it's the new one. Yeah. Um, so other things that we've seen, new beers are continuing to be produced and sell out. So an interesting like one. Like this beautiful. Like this one right here sold out within an hour. The collab that we did with uh, Wood Brothers that we're going to bust out next. That beer, when we made it, I was like, it was starting to get real. It wasn't completely like shut down. And we all didn't no, know. No, we it was thought kind of, we were being like overly paranoid we were because there the weren't rip. really enough cases or anything like that happening in Canada. And uh, yeah, I'm just like a germaphobe, so I was already just lysoling things like three weeks ahead of time. You are, you were good because we went to Vermont um, too. And, like, and then we went in there and we we're all still just kind of being like, oh, maybe we should start like not being close to each other. And then like four days later or five days later, that's when like shit started getting real. Right. Yeah. That's true. I think like four days later. But I was a little worried. Correct, you're so right. Yeah. Um, I was a little worried for um, Wood Brothers. Like, oh, how how's things gonna go? Um, yeah. Not in just about the border thing, which kind of came out recently, but like, oh fuck, what's gonna happen with this with this beer release? Like, how is it gonna work? But everyone adapted pretty quickly. Yeah, you guys did really well, Wood Brothers, especially just like saying yeah. like, this is the process. This is how it's gonna be. Yep. When you come up, I saw it's like there's a table there, so you just pick up from the table, one person at a time. Stay yep. in the car. Like it's just very seems very very simple, yeah. very minimal contact. So the yeah. workers are safe. The people who are, the customers are safe. And like, they're still selling out. Well. And they're still selling out. So I love that this is a great example. It's also really good for them because it's a small system and they're able to continue to innovate and do fun, um, you know, new beers all the time with not too much risk. You know, you could be sitting on some stock. Like Troy from the Bros said right now, he's sitting on a bit of stock. He has to, Push he's out. working on moving that. And we got, look, we got fuzzy or is it just that? Oh, oh, it happens sometimes. I think it's our band. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's pixelated, yeah. So that was one thing. Um, I've seen other, you know, like Masorum have done, they're doing less releases, but when they're doing them and they're still selling out pretty quick. Yeah, I had a friend closing, went though. to get some for me. I told him to do it and he thought he had a bit more time and they sold out in like two days. Um, and, you know, so that's still pretty cool because one thing we thought was like, okay, so what's going to happen now if all of this is like, you know, everything's difficult, people aren't going to leave the house. Maybe the, I don't know what the distro people are doing. Mm-hmm. Um 
if Arbor is going to do new things, they're just going to, you know, try and move what they have and get that out ASAP. Because mm-hmm. I think there was a, from what people are saying, there was a bit of a, a pretty steep decline early on. And then now as people are getting somewhat used to it, you know, the remote appearance, everyone's working from home. Uh, and now they've just, you know, they've got their budgets. They know how much they're spending on beer. Yeah. Like now it's starting to have maybe an uptick and you're seeing places that are like, I mean, maybe it's, a, it's not a fair comparison always because some of the Wood Brothers and the Sorum are so highly rated and, and, you know, people are about them. So whatever they do, they're pretty much going to sell be okay. Yeah. I'd imagine there's other breweries. I see some... Uh, yeah, Nate was just saying that Wood Brothers pre-order and pickup operation is great. Contactless and fully distanced. I was very impressed. Dope. Um, Dan Whitehead said cheers, guys. Dan is the other brewer from um, Wood Brothers. Cheers, bro. Cheers, Dan. Dan the dude, if you remember. Yeah, I remember You know Dan. We hung out. We meet a lot Natasha of people in Tiff We were saying thanks, Nate. And they're oh, saying yeah, thanks yeah. to each other. It's a lot of love. Them. It's a lot of love in the chat. I'm loving the chat right here. I'm digging I like it. I'm it's digging it. It's good. Feels but like... yeah, I think that's just like the right way to do it. It's just you have to adapt. Oh yeah, Dan. This make is it work. Uh, Glenn Gary. It's delicious. Volume two. It's fire. But yeah, definitely make it work. I like all the, the curbside. I've been speaking to a few mates um, in the States. I spoke to Bruce Morris, who was on here before. I was talking to him Bruce. before. He's in Dallas. And he's saying no, no breweries are delivering. It's all the curbside. I spoke to my boy Craig, shouts to you, bro. He's in San Diego. He um, said all the breweries are doing curbside. They're not doing deliveries or anything yet. Yeah. And also my friend Robin Vermont said the same thing. So that's three different parts of the country that all aren't, don't seem to be doing any um, any delivery. I want to think about one flaw now that you can really see when it comes to Quebec and the SAQ. Yeah. Is that because they, I don't, I need to know actually, I don't know why. Michael Brews aren't really in the SAQ. That's what Troy mentioned that, yes. So because they're not in the SAQ, now they're not benefiting from the fact that the SAQ deliver. delivers. And because I can get wine, and I can get anything else I want, Liquor. but you're just not going to get craft beer. Right. So that's the only thing that sucks. So if that system had already been set up, that would have really benefited a lot of people. Yes, now right. I get that Depreneurs deliver, so I'm sure that maybe that's something that... That's one way around like, it. Hey, we don't have to because Depps do it. Yeah. But not all the depths are going to do it. No, not all the depths are going to deliver everything. Mm-hmm. And that's what Troy was saying. So he got a relationship with a, um, a depth in the West Island where he's at. And um, they've agreed to to make sure that they stuck his stuff. And I've checked a few other stores just out of curiosity and my, uh, my scramble to get some haze um, just in case. Like at least that's like a, a plan that I can get some good stuff from the depths, which is great. So it kind of made me chill a bit because I just didn't think I could get them from anywhere I didn't know the depths were delivering at first yeah so I was like fuck how am I going to get some beer like there's no point getting into Uber and go- I just don't want to risk any of yeah, that yeah no it's I'm not scared lot. to go to a brewery and pick it up but no, if it's, it's walking like distance, when you don't have like, your own car it becomes the whole thing because it's just like you're yeah it's just so many touch points that you have to navigate around and the Uber you have to be like is it sanitized you're just freaking like out with everything yeah it's probably fine but I, it's just like an extra expense that I would rather mm-hmm. just spend on shipping to be mm-hmm. honest I don't mind spending if I have to 10 20 bucks on shipping which is pretty reasonable i think i used to spend for a huge box me and my friend got a uh, a 12 wine um box you know the big yeah, i remember one. that it was in our house um, forever it's still here oh. it's the only one i have left like, i had a bunch of boxes tiff got was like no more box. i was hanging on to them just in case They're just like random boxes That's well now we're not i'm not trading like i used to anyway i used yeah. to trade a lot um and we have shipped that back and forth completely full with anywhere between 14, 16 beers in them. Yeah. And um, it's usually 30 bucks to Vancouver from Montreal. So like that's the, and that's for 
you know, pretty much a, yeah. a, a case weight because there are a lot of big bottles in that one. Yeah. So, like, you yeah, know, it shouldn't be for more Rosewood, than I think boxes? I paid 20 bucks. Really? For and that's for half a dozen bottles. For half a dozen bottles of wine. It's pretty good. Yeah. And that's a great thing. I mean, like, I don't want to put them on blast necessarily, but, like, you know, they we're friends with them. They find ways to do what they need to I do. I think there's people who don't mind, you know, doing a little, like, you know, let's, you, know you need help out, like, we'll help you out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I asked my friend who works at Bellwoods, I said, any chance? He's like, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> So that's but why Bass himself and me. Bassem has gone, you know, Scott was asking, has anyone got the birthday cake milk shark? I ordered it today, Scotty. I sent it to Bassem. And um, so uh, Bassem's, Bassem's sending it to me. Bassem's the dealer here. But I only got two of them because I was like, I don't need any more than that. But Bassem said he might drink them. So as long as he doesn't drink them and he sends them on, we're good. I would say, Scotty, order them today. Brad said he went on and I'm not sure if they even had any left. Um, Definitely do it. I was saying before, Scott, it's beautiful because it came out on my birthday and it was the birthday cake beer. It was meant to be. Meant to be. And it's all the lactose. Ask Luke if he did it on purpose. I reckon he knew. He knew. It was actually, <laughs> they said it was late in the newsletter. They said oh, okay. it was supposed to be last week. Um, so new beers continuing to be produced and selling out. Breweries closing, reopening. Test batches. Um, I'm seeing a bunch of as well. I had uh, Lagerbier sent a test Pilsner that they're looking at doing now and just like a silver bullet can. Um, oh, and Dan says he's happy you like the beer. Oh, sick. It's really, really good, man. I could crush this all night. Um, what's it called as well? Labrasse, uh, the head brewer, wants to shoot over some of their test batches they're doing. So they're doing a bunch of smaller things. Um, I'm not sure if they're popping them in cans or growlers, but just kind of following on from the breweries um, producing new stuff. I think it's really, really cool that um, you know they're, they're even doing the batches out and getting them out to the media to try them. Like, you know... The, don't have to they don't really care so much if you talk about it a ton but you know the pilsner was really good i actually drank that during the live and took a couple photos anyway just in case um they want you know it's worth talking about with them but i like that uh it looks like people are still experimenting they're not scared to experiment they're still down for you know pushing everything forward full steam ahead or at least partial steam ahead because they can't go too crazy so I don't know, I thought one genuine concern of this is that we're going to lose the creativity and the innovation of, um, hashtag innovation, Nate, of uh, all the breweries. Um, this is the thread, I think. Yeah, yeah I saw you had it the next thing. there. So, yeah. um, which I think is really, really cool. Um, and I also noticed a lot of breweries are selling growlers. Oh, I know Missorum was selling crowlers only for a while. They were probably uh, getting rid of all their existing keg stock because um, I know that's a problem. So breweries are going to be need to sell all their growlers or crowlers if they have them. Mm-hmm. and uh, move all that shit, get it out while they can um, so that beer doesn't go bad. And then they're able to, you know, maybe start packaging some new stuff and probably exclusively packaging now because it's not like restaurants are buying any product and stuff. But I don't know what restaurants are doing with their leftover kegs. Like, what happens there? Ooh. You know? Yeah, what does happen with that? See, this is the shame, I guess. It's just like they... It's just a waste in the end, right? Like, if you had just, if you were a so. restaurant and you just re-upped on all your kegs and stuff like that, you just placed your orders, because everybody was living life as they're supposed to, right? I don't know if a few people had the hindsight, perhaps, to start looking and seeing that things were getting, like, okay. Kind of like how we just went grocery shopping a bit earlier than the mat, the pen, like, the craziness. Yeah, we did. Just yeah. before, because we're like, okay, things getting a bit interesting here. Maybe there are some people who started out of concern to just scale back a bit yeah. and based on what i've seen in the travel industry and hospitality numbers had already started decreasing around late february so there is a chance that restaurant attendance had already started, started decreasing dropping. as well yeah so then hopefully they're ordering less but otherwise i guess it is what it is you just have to throw it out there would have been 
That's so nothing else, which sucks. Super trash. I think. Is which I the... think that's why being able to do the bottles is so important, because say for all these hazy beers and all these things out here that don't last as long, they just die. They would have just died. I want, I wish they could like like Craig with my friend in uh, San Diego saying they're allowed restaurants are allowed to sell like a pre mixed drink, so you could order a margarita and a cheeseburger from a restaurant and get a takeout. Yeah. Oh, but, it is already sold out. What is? Um, the birthday cake. Birthday cake is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and Nate says, hashtag innovation. Tim says, I can chime in. Yeah. Jump in, Tim. Um, also, oh, Craig is here. You were just talking about yes. him. Yes. What up, says, son? happy born day. Cheers, mate. Thanks, brother. And good question for Troy Reekegs. But anyway, Tim says, oh, Reek, not oh, for yesterday. You talked to Troy about I talked to Troy yesterday. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Tim says, beer store, we sent everything back, full credit, but lost out on everything tapped. Some breweries took back untapped kegs, and we are worrying about credits later. Okay, so maybe the breweries would take back the kegs, and then they could resell them via growlers or crowlers via their retail. Mm, that would make okay. sense. Oh, man, those keg businesses must be really screwed right now. Oh, yeah, man. There's so many businesses that you don't realize. Think about like, that. Yeah. Like Craig, our friend in, in San Diego, he, is, he has a dog walking business that's really successful. Like they, He kills it. And then all of a sudden now his business has dropped. Yeah, uh, it's gonna, you know, of course. Going to. Um, and you know now he's had to sort of you know lay off his employees. He had a bunch of employees and shit. So now he's sort of running it. Um, and you don't really even think about how how many other industries are affected by people not being able to leave their home. Yeah. Um, and Tim says you're right. Wow. So exactly that. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's dope. Then that's smart. If I was a bro, I mean, I guess there's no point taking a half. If you got a half tap keg, I mean, if you've had one pint out of the keg, that's oh, man, that would suck for the restaurant. I mean, they they might as well just be like, all right, staff. Well, party. here's staff. Yeah, everyone drink. You can't do a staff party because everyone has social oh, distance. distance. Like, all right, you sit on that so you table. Just <laughs> pour everybody's stuff. Can you imagine? To walk far away. There yeah. must be a way to, to like for them to do it. They'd have to just like. Maybe if they got, maybe they say stuff because they don't give a shit about the cleanliness of it anyway. They're like, all right, if you bring in a, a bottle, <laughs> yeah. I'll fill it up with beer for you or something so it doesn't go to waste. Because that's or the last thing you want. It sucks, man. That's so sad. Yeah. Um, did I have another point on this one? And selling growlers. No, that was the main point. That was great, Tim. Thank you. Yeah. Because, yeah, Nate's like, like, oh, yeah. He's like, or, or, yeah, Tim. He's like, there's someone in here you can ask. Yeah. So I love, yeah, I love that. That's so cool. That'd no, that's, great. that's perfect. Yeah. Um, no, it's really important. So something kind of a little lighter that we had on the list to, to talk about. So I guess most of y'all probably would have watched Tiger King by now, the most ridiculous show of all time. It was pretty crazy. Apparently Rich, my boy Rich, was telling me on Sunday they got the bonus episode is dropping. Um, oh, this is a bonus episode? Cool. Yeah. I, I knew, I heard about the bonus episode, but I didn't know when. I know, right? So we'll go through one more. Don't be surprised. Okay, so we're just going to go through. So I love craft beer. I don't know how. Um, do you want to explain what this is? Yeah, sure. Are you going to get the... The Cadbury? Yeah, I'll get it. Okay. Wow, wow. She's like, wow. Tips is like, like, can, just, we, damn, can we get the... Can we get the... I've been waiting for you so I can jump into this beer. I've been taking my sweet ass time. Sorry. Um, How the fuck so do I get out of here? Everyone has watched Tiger King, right? Like, there's no way at this point that you haven't watched Tiger King. But we won't put any spoilers in here, but it's a show that sweeped Netflix and swept the nations, okay? Everybody's talking about it. Everyone's so what's interesting with beers, I do not know how they get away with all of this excessive copyright infringement. Oh, I think it's just because they're small. It's just like they must be flying under the radar because like yeah. this is hilarious. Not everyone does. Not everyone yeah. gets away with it. So a bunch of breweries came out with um, Tiger King names, which we thought were like really funny. Or just like, it's interesting. It's innovative, right? Yes. Um, so one of them is Carol Baskin Cream Ale. <laughs> this one is like El Rey de la Tigers. I love that. I'm sure that's like Los, a, oh, Los Tigres. 
Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, what's this? Fresh Kills IPA? Yeah, I guess it's a fresh kill. I guess it's a fresh kill, so that makes sense. Sabro Exotic. Oh, yep, yep, yep. Like Joe Exotic. Uh, another Joe Exotic beer here. Oh, this is smart. And the guys put like, are you still drinking? Continue drinking or go back. Like, you know, Netflix says like, are you still watching? That's good. Yeah. Felt cute. Might feed my husband to a tiger soon. I don't know. Pale ale. <laughs> That's, um, <laughs> that was my favorite one. That's evil genius. I love felt cute might feed my husband to a tiger soon. I don't know pale ale. That's amazing. They're the ones that always have that crazy long, like long names now, right? Yeah, that kind of zany. This other brewery, Greater Good Imperials, put Carol Baskin did it as the stamp under the bottom of their can, which is like Carol Baskin did it, right? She for sure did it. Like, please let us know if you, for some reason, and I need an full explanation, <laughs> why Carol did not kill her husband. Because it's like not even a question. I don't think anyone. OJ said that Carol killed her. Yeah, husband. That... <laughs> if anybody knows about killing their spouses, it's Orenthal. <laughs> um, cats on cats IPA, cute. That's okay. pretty good. Um, stash yeah. exotics. A lot of people threw the exotic in there. Why not? Did you tell them where you're looking at this from? Oh, this is sorry. I should actually shout them out. Worst to beer blog. Worst beer blog did a Twitter thread of um, a whole bunch of different funny. Tiger King themed beers, which is even funnier coming back to what we were talking about before that they're doing all of this shit. This is called Here Kitty Kitty. Here <laughs> Kitty Kitty, that's a good one with Joe Exotic and the cat on the label, the big cat on the label. From the, the diss track. Yeah. Buzz. <laughs> <laughs> and just that the photoshopping is good. Is you this have to explain beer? Remember, okay. people can't so see your Tiger screen. So here's Tiger Exotic hugging, hugging a beer from McKellar Beer, but they actually don't have a name of it. And, uh, yeah, it's just hugging a beer bottle, which is another... It's like a Photoshop photo. Oh, they're all just Photoshopping Joe Exotic, the legend, the legendary Joe Exotic, onto the cans. Joe's Jungle Juice, a hard kombucha. That's an interesting name. I Saw a Tiger, Sour IPA. That's good. Hop Exotic, Hazy IPA. Ooh, That's from Evans Bruin. Okay. Oh, and then other people just started putting random ones in there. Carol F. and Bashkins. With a spelled different K A R O L F dot N, like F and Baskin. Yeah. It's for Loco. For Loco, exotic. Also, the, the, some of these could be um, April Fool's pranks too. Carol Fudgeon Baskin Robbins. And it's in the Hot Baskin Robbins. Fudge front, Sunday Stout. <laughs> so if Jeez. you guys are on Twitter, you can go to Twitter and go to Worst Beer Blog. Is and check them out. Yeah, so you can They've got like a post. thread on it. I love Carol Could Baskin you post the, take, take the, the link of the thread oh, yeah, and I just can. put it in the thing so people can follow along? And then you know what we should do? I just need to figure out the tech for it is actually do sh uh, screen shares. Yeah. The screen share would be dope, but we haven't... I think you can do it in OBS. I bet if you look at it right now, but I don't want to fuck with it. Also, Tim said that they share those... May have may or may have not shared those uh, open bottles of wine. With the oh, of course. Cheese. That's a good point. That's, see, that's you. how you can do it. But what about what about the kegs, Tim? What about the tapped kegs that you've like half done or whatever? Yeah, and Steve DeVille says, sup, people. Hey, what Steve. Up? What up, son? That's pretty funny. All right. I like that. All right, it's, it's time. It's the moment. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm very are ready. You, I've are you been scared? Waiting. All right, so this is the beer that this is the first time we've tried it too. So this is our collab with Wood Brothers in uh, North Glengarry, Ontario, alongside our good friends Hobson Bros, Nathan Does Beer and Beerism, called Cad Bunny Brew. We actually went back and forth a ton with ridiculous names and like we I think we ours, the one what we all sort of came up with was way longer and way more ridiculous <laughs> Cad Bunny was the one that people liked that word because we don't want anyone to get sued with Cadbury 
It's an 8.5%. It has, of course, lactose, so it's a milk stout. Um, we used whole Cadbury cream eggs and a fudge locally made. Natasha, if she's still there, might know the Name fudge of the... maker. Yeah. Um, and it's like basically a fudge made from the cream egg insides that we put inside the um, the in the boil. Uh, well, it's got Madagascar vanilla and cacao nibs, I believe, as well. Definitely so, check out our vlog of the brew day if you want to see what that was like. Yes. Not, not popping. I always shit myself with um, And Nate says, Craig, your glasses, beard, BAOS shirt, pretty penny hop are a sexy combo. Best look slash outfit. Thanks, Nate. I Nate, slightly feel like because you look, <laughs> you guys looking the same. Nate and I did a video so recently. So technically you're complimenting yourself, Nate. <laughs> he is. He knows. Nate and I were twinning so disgustingly hard. You guys we are twinning just, so hard. We had the white boy uh, beer uniform on it's lock. The, it's really just a craft beer uniform on lock. That's true. I just don't want to ruin this label because the other one doesn't have a label. I want to take nice photos. So... All right. He says that was also that was probably the least offensive name in the conversation. What's that? Uh, the Carol Baskin cream ale. Yeah, I love them. Were pretty offensive. So, like, oh, okay, good. The fudge in here was from Cowan's Dairy from Cornwall. Thank you. I knew it was like a company that was like close with you guys, so I want to make sure they got a shout out. Uh, the head went came out pretty good, but went pretty quick. One thing that Louis did tell us is that something when you put the um, the fudge in. It kind of like clearly it melted in the boil, but because there's a lot of oil in the fudge itself and probably in the cream eggs, it kind of, some of those little particles remained. And he said it kind of, he didn't really understand what it was. I see what he was saying. It's super tiny though. Oh, the Cad Bunny Brew was the less, yes, was the least offensive name for sure. Oh, that was offensive. We had some ridiculous, Oh yeah, yeah. It was like Imperial, uh, I think we called it Cad Bunny there were some uh, weird stuff dreams. Like we, it started to get a little bit offensive. You are right. I can't remember. There were, there were some good names though. Now you can't you can't front. There were yeah. some good ones. Got to keep it wholesome. I'm just saying. A little bit, a little wholesome. Just saying. Yeah. All right. Cheers. Get in ya. Cheers, guys. Cheers, guys. Ooh, smells uh, chocolatey. Oh, oh shit! Wow, that's great. It is. Uh, so it's a pastry stout. It's super sweet, um, without being uh, like super. Over, overpowering or cloying um, you get that the it's a nice really level strong. of sweetness mm. chocolate strong yeah chocolate's good mostly chocolate and look it's, it just came out the fridge I probably should have let it sit for a bit I didn't think about that um, maybe we'll wait to the for the photo and have the rest and see how that tastes uh, I know the vanilla um, is going to be popping through and we were trying to argue I don't know if you guys have any thoughts what the hell is the flavor of the inside of a cream this egg? tastes great you could I feel like you, you get you do get that like can hey this is the candy that you're this mm. like sh this is the sugar yeah Louis was saying it's got a candy finish yeah it's not like over the top though it just tastes like a really bomb it's not like because I'm like not a sugar person really yeah you would and be like and said this was uh, super sweet and it's not that sweet it's nah. like a great level of sweetness I think it's like the lactose sweetness and uh, and also a lot of the sugars in the cream eggs and the fudge must have fermented out. What was sure. the ABV in the end? Eight five. Eight five. Nice eight five because he said it could be like ten. Uh, he initially and we were thinking on the day of it was eight. It was about ten, and yeah. then during in the chat he was saying it was about eight one, and then I guess it came up to eight five. This finished. is great. Yes, yeah, so I really like it. Yeah. Um, am I then saying anything? Countdown from Cornwall. Eight point five percent. Nate's tweeting me right now. You damn fucking right you are. <laughs> Oh, the Cad Bunny Brew with the names. Yeah. Oh, ABVC, yeah, Scooter85. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Sorry, Scooter, we won't see you, but... 
Nate, what was the other? Some good stuff what was the other offensive names, Nate? I don't want to go into the phone and start digging through the thing. There was a funny one though. There was like, you know, a bunny dream. Like, I like sort it of went like, very other half in the terms of like, is it other half that has a ridiculous long names? No, uh, evil twin. Evil twin. Evil yeah. twin has ridiculous yeah, yeah. names. Yeah. Oh, this is really really good. This so, is nice. Yeah. So actually, I just want to talk about this is what I want to talk a bit more about how the collab came about because this was an interesting one. So we known Wood Brothers for. I was going to say like 18 months to two years probably. I think we met for the first time in person at the 2018 Bose Oktoberfest. Mm. But we'd been talking yeah. before then. So we met the whole team. Everyone was there. Um, and uh, I'd heard about them and I knew that they were uh, going to Vermont a lot as well. Mm-hmm. What do you say? Lots of bad uses of, of cream. cream. Yeah, lots yeah. of cream. I thought it was still funny, Nate. Fuck, man. So yeah, we knew the guys and we'd sort of been following um, along with what they're doing. Um, seen them at a lot of different events. Uh, Louis dropped us off some beers sometime last year. So I got to actually try the stuff. Extraordinarily impressed. Like Fantastic. all of them were super fine. Yeah. And this was really early Just on. Just from the beginning. Too. Yeah. yeah. And um, so I knew they were killing it. I'd been really wanting to get do a podcast with them. And then we, you know, I guess everything changed for us. I got sick towards the end of last year for a couple months. Then we changed the way we did things, mm-hmm. um, but we we'll, we definitely need to do that anyway. So we were talking. We have a group chat with uh, yeah Chris and Max from Hops and Bros, Nate and Noah from Beerism, and myself, and we were just talking about a collab. And I think it was Chris who came up with the idea of a um, like doing a. Uh, we always just talk about stupid for all fun beer beer ideas as well in there. So we we're talking about doing like a cream egg stout or whatever. Um, and always we have the team lacto stuff that we often give each other shit about or whatever. And uh, something wrong there? It's okay. No, I think okay. so. Okay. And um, so we were kind of drinking, yeah, like a lactose milk stat with like cream eggs. And we're like, oh, Easter's coming up soon, whatever. And we're like, oh, like, I wonder if we could actually do it. We actually have a, had a collab we wanted to do as a team lactose collab that we'd pitched to a couple breweries. One of them was down in, one of them in Vermont was actually down to do it. And I just kind of like, sometimes it's hard. People are busy, you know, there's a bit of a gap. And it's the, the concept we had for the team lactose, team no lactose beer was quite in depth and it's not something that everybody's uh, going to be able to uh you know able to do or pull off or want to even pull off so we that hadn't sort of we tried that a couple times last year didn't really work out and then we talked about this we're like ah oh, i wonder if we could pitch it to somebody um because the idea is pretty cool but we're like ah yeah. oh, it's probably too soon coming up to easter because who wants to release a like a cream egg stout like you know i don't know late April when Easter's like long gone. So Chris was like, um, you know what? I've been talking to Wood Brothers about doing a collab. Let me holler at him and see. So he contacted Wood Brothers and was like, hey guys, like he told him that we had an idea as the, the group of us who were all be a media people. And he, um, Wood Brothers were already doing it. It was amazing. So they had already had the, the uh, recipe planned. They already had the fudge arranged as well through um, Cowans, I think, who Matt just said. And um, they were super down to just make it a collab with Talk all Talk about, of us. like, synergy. I don't know. That just, like, worked out so incredibly well. Yeah. Like, it was super cool. That was perfect. It couldn't have lined up better at no, all. No, yeah. it really couldn't have. Um, yeah, Chris did a really... And look, a much, much respect and props to Chris from Hops and Bros for making this happen. It was yeah. really all him. He, or, he arranged everything. Um, Chris did it all. Uh, we all spoke about it. We all came up, like, threw the name ideas out together in a group chat and everything with, like, you know, Dan and Louie. Um, Nat and Mark, the four main partners in, in Wood Brothers, and then all of us. 
So it was just cool. So Chris, Tiff, and I were there for the brew day. Nate wasn't able to make it, and neither was Noah, I think. Noah was still actually having to go to the office at the time. Yeah, he was still working, which just yeah. shows the reason why things spread so far, because they wouldn't let Yeah, Noah's working from home now, thank God for yeah. him. So we all went. You can go on the Hops and Bros YouTube channel and check out their um, vlog from the day. It was very good. Chris got some beautiful footage from that, yeah, as gorgeous, always. as always. And yeah. Max runs through how the sugar sort of things work, because Max is a – just finished, like, brew school in Niagara. Um, and we did a vlog, if you go check that out as well, uh, after this run right now, of course. Um, Not right now. Keep watching YouTube Keep watching. Jeez. Um, <laughs> and that, that vlog, Tiff – we were dropped that late last night, so that that was just a lot of fun of uh, how that all went down. So it was a really really fun brew day. Uh, super welcome, of course. The guys made us feel awesome. We had a bunch of drinks. They brought out some uh, cans of stuff to share that they'd yeah. had from around. There was some. Like they had I said, like people some... just kept popping in too. Yeah, it's really nice because they were closed, but they let people like still come. Yeah, I mean it's a beautiful thing. It's like really cool. It just felt like it's a bunch of family. They had you know Nat and uh, Mark's kids were uh, well not. You know, grown men like you know in their 20s or whatever, <laughs> but you know packaging the beer and helping out and stuff it just really felt like a, a family thing it's super yeah. cozy and they're about to expand as well beautiful land wicked area i want to film some music videos such a gorgeous that. area oh, i love it and beautiful. i just love like, that they get to live they like live on it so yeah mad jelly um it'd be a cool place to have like a, a cottage and just kind of get yeah. away but also relatively close so it's like just over the quebec border in ontario which is really really cool um yeah, so it was just really nice synergy. It worked out really well. Um, it didn't have to, you know, they didn't have to do it. They could be like, oh, yeah, we're already doing it, guys. Sorry. But they were super cool enough to be like, hey, like, no worries. Let's do it all. And it sold out in one hour. One hour. Yes. So unfortunately, we we're all promoting it long after anybody could even get it. Yeah. I said before, like someone asked me for, uh, and I wanted to hook him up because uh, a good guy who hooks me up with beer, but he was like, yeah, keep me a can. I'm like, dude, I, I would. But it's, uh, yeah, unfortunately, just the growlers for now. Um, Louis was saying they're going to be looking at doing some, getting a canning machine uh, at some point. Um, it's probably not the time right now to be dropping money on cans, but I feel like for a brewery like them who are um, so highly rated, their cans will just be trade fodder, as the kids say. Yes. Would you like to hear what our love? I would love to. Sorry. Saying? Yes. Thank you. So Nate says Team Lactose for Life represents. All day. All day. You know what I actually want to get made, Nate? So a, I need to talk to like tattoo? an animation. No. For what? Oh, I'll get no, it. A tattoo? Tattoo? No. <laughs> okay. I want to get like a I want to get like... Like a Team Lactose type like uh, video oh. thing that I can input. So whenever you guys say Team Lactose, there becomes like this like, like, a, like a animation cow. that comes up. Maybe a cow. Maybe I need to talk David to David. David could do it. Yeah. yeah. And then, but I needed to like come in and be animated and say like Team Lactose. That's what I'm thinking. So I'm, I need to talk to David about that. Yeah. It would just be hilarious. Like why not? Because I've already got David is a cartoonist and he drew a the face of me Lactose. and Nate. Yeah. He made the, the th and put our heads on a cow. And all of the things. It's ridiculous. It's, it's ridiculous. It's so stupid, but it's, it's, so, it's good. so fucking it's good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, and then Sunday Sesh Steve. I really oh, like Steve that Oh, Steve. Yeah, Steve from... Uh, he, Steve was the man from Brizzy. He is uh, the dude who said that he liked the talking to people. Oh, nice. Oh, thank you. And they okay. do chats, and Steve always hits me, and it's usually 5.45 a.m. every time. Oh, geez. Because so of the, oh, the time, time difference, difference, yeah. Of course, yeah. Um, he says, hold the lactose. I'm not a milky liquor. I respect that. Milky oh, yeah. liquor. <laughs> Fair enough. Unless it's a stout. Fair enough. Mm. That was like the original reason for lactose and beer, right? So, yeah, I yeah. believe 1908 was the first milk stout from Mackesons in the UK. There you go. I looked it up. Yeah, there you go. Okay. Uh, Tim Whalen says, speaking of collabs, any chance Sawdust does another batch of Get It In Ya or are collabs typically just a one-time brew? 
Um, I've I guess spoken... it always depends, right? Yeah, they can... okay, so I can... I got another example about that, and I'll get back to Sawdust. So we did a collab, uh, I think it was last year, the year before, with um, Les Public. Mm-hmm. Was that last year? I've totally forgotten. I think it was the year before. Scott can has might have a better memory, but I think it was the year before. You know, I think the cans the were last one. year, and the first one was 2018. Yeah. So we did one called Beata Vacans, it was a, uh, cr- a marmalade um, creamsicle sour, and we did a one variant in the pub that Scott came up with the marmalade thing. I wanted lactose in it. Simon worked it out to make it sour. Simon's the owner and head brewer. And then we did a blackberry, blueberry variant. And then he like, just at the brew pub here in Montreal. And they were like, oh, uh, we want to can it. Which one do we want to can? The votes came in for the marmalade one. So yeah. we did another brew pub batch which was higher ABV. I love that was my favorite batch. But that they, was so good. They wanted it to be lower because all their beers, the beers they have in Cannes, it's always beer de, like beer, like driveway beer is one of them. Mm-hmm. Beer de driveway, beer de balcon, like balcony beer, shit like that. So that's why vacation beer for our one. So, Damn, um, Scott still has one. I still have some too. Nice. Yeah. I've got both, like there's different ones. I don't know if you tried, Scotty. We did two batches. There was the early batch, the first batch and second batch of Cannes. The first batch the we first all batch did together. Better. No, 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 first batch of cans, none of us did. It was done at Oshlag. Oh, but the one, no, I mean the first batch that was on the tap, that when you came and had the party. Yes, that's correct. That's, that's correct. That was together. 2018. Yeah. And Nate and Chris came down from Ottawa specifically mm-hmm. for it. So that be a Tim to answer that question. We are, um, Simon called me like a month ago and was like, yo, we want to do it again. They're actually putting together a shit timing for them too, like building a production brewery. And they uh, want to do another version of it. So... They, I was like, I I don't want to put it out there just yet, but I I want different variants. I'm like, I don't mind if we do another marmalade one, like the original one, but I want to do a different variant. Yeah. So I have a fruit mix that I eat at home. I asked him if it's possible, but now because of all of this, we're kind of put it on hold because we have to do a test batch before we do a can batch. And also the type of fruits that I want are not always available. And I don't even, excuse me, Jesus Christ, keep people going, hiccuping. I don't even know if you, I know, right? I don't know if you even be able to get all the fruit purees that they need to do that variant. So we're going to be doing that again, but like I haven't hassled him about it. He just called me. So with Sawdust, I swear I was speaking to somebody a few months ago, maybe Sam, it must've been Sam. Or Brad was speaking to somebody, my brother. Yeah, I think it was Brad. And then they were like, um, yeah, we'd be down to do another collab. Now, whether that's Get It In You or something else, and then Get It In You needs some tweaks. That was one of their first really, really hoppy beers. They're a lot better now. Scott I think says it, you're a fruit mix. Yeah, I'm a fruit mix? <laughs> fair, fair point. Yeah. I'll tell you what the fruit mix is later, Scotty. It's beautiful. It's my favorite He's shit. He's obsessed, ever. yeah. Um, is someone else saying stuff? Oh. Uh, Nate says it's been the best. Cal, so I assume that's according to Oh, Tim like It is the best. Um, and <laughs> Natasha says next time I'll have food for you guys. Those pretzels were delicious, Natasha. Gorgeous. Okay? So thank you. It's exactly what we needed. So we're good. Yes, we were looked after. But also, very like, well. yeah, we just hung out for so long. So it's just like. Yeah, we stayed longer than, yeah. They, everyone like, has a lot. You life. guys had stuff to do, and we were just like, hey. Let's <laughs> chill. Let's keep drinking. <laughs> fuck, you know? Um, so that one. So as far as get in, yeah, I would like to do it again if they'd be down and like tweak yeah. it a little bit. Like the uh, Caleb left. He's not with Slot oh, anymore. Yeah. He was the head brewer. So I think James, who also was a part of it, he would know. Anyway. Yeah, he would know. So uh, I think they just overhopped the first one. It was so intense. It was pretty hoppy, and then we're also leaving for Australia at the time. So you, the, and so we needed to have the party, 
no matter two days what, before, before we, we left. left so it was, it was like you couldn't even let it hang out in the cans. Like we had to do everything and we really took fast. Them to Australia. And it was a hot punch in your face, I tell you Oof. what. Delicious though. Great beer. Yeah, Super it was really happy good. with it. it was and so they actually intense. ended up blending that beer with another beer of theirs to like oh. smooth it out in the end. And they end up calling it Poe Buddy's Nerfect, which yeah, is the which Simpsons is one of the reference. Sam liked that was the one Sam suggested, yeah. and then I think we were just like, "What about just get it in you?" Yeah, he was cool he's back it. on the IBUs. Yeah, yeah, yeah the IBUs were way into, but I didn't, dude. I don't even know it was IBUs. I think it was like hop burn. Yeah, I think they what they they the amount of hops they said it was by far more. Remember it clogged something. When yeah, we were clogged there? when we were there, clogged the hoses and stuff. Yeah, and because there was like it. so much hop in there. So I think like yeah, maybe we yeah. went too in, and that probably made it extremely expensive beer. So they'll benefit from scaling back. Yeah, I think bit. it was a pretty pricey beer. But, even uh, for them. It, but Nate says intense hop burn. burn. <laughs> so it was funny. It was good up until like we were drinking. It kept getting more and more chill up yeah. until six months. But and it I lasted gave, for so long because yeah. there were so many hops in it. I gave which one. Was like the traditional point of all those hops in beer yes. anyways right? I think they just threw it in there was yeah. it Nate, Nate said even after like two months old yeah because well, you and Scotty did like a review even later or something yeah or? six month old one or something I don't think we filmed or it or anything you but we just tried no, it no you guys just tried it that's I mean, what it was yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I've still got one in the fridge and one I, I'm never going to open like on the shelf mm-hmm. and um I gave one to my friend in Australia and she hated craft beer, Vicky. Yeah. She hated it. Now she got a boyfriend who got her into craft beer. She used to give me shit about craft beer. Now she's like buying the first in line to buy tickets to the festival. I'm very proud of her. It's very good. And she drank that fucking beer like six months ago. Yeah, Nate said, like, no IPA should have lasted that long. <laughs> no. Sit, dude, like, it's probably an 18-month-old beer, IPA, double IPA, and she drank that shit, and they said it was good. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> I would actually be ballsy enough, and it's been just over two years. I think it was February the 6th was the launch party. I just remember it because we left February the 8th. Yeah. So that means it's, like, two years and two months, like, a 26-month-old IPA. I, I, it'd be funny one time just to bust it out and be like, All I'm right. done. I don't know. I don't know if it's, like, a waste. We should just keep yeah. it. or it's, For some reason, it's just in the fridge. But Tim, I guess the long-winded version of that question is, yeah, we would definitely do it again. I guess we just have to talk to Sam. But yeah. we do collabs often. Like, we did Echo, the, the collab with Echo, and he wants to do another one again. We actually have a whole bunch of ideas. Oh, they have a bunch of ideas uh, down. Them. So, yeah, like, yeah. you know, especially if something's fun and it's received well, it's like, why not keep it moving, you know? No, I agree. Um, we've done them. Exactly. And there's some that I'd like to, like... The problem with the... Um, and guys, this beer is fantastic. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. It's getting like even better as you do it. And the little things in it, like it's so minuscule. Like if, if you didn't say anything, I wouldn't I have wouldn't noticed it. Noticed, yeah. I would have noticed the oiliness, but I wouldn't have noticed the stuff. It just kind of looks like... It's just, it's just science. It's so funny. Like mm. Also, it's small batch brewing, right? It's like yeah. basically, you know, uh, it's never like production crazy it's perfect smooth fingers crossed yeah i could just reach out to sam i spoke to sam when we were in ottawa like a month ago oh because um, he was sending you the we what said was that beer it was called a viva stout they did yeah. a viva puff like the cookies stout and it was and we were at small pony with sean and he we were drinking his beer and he was like oh i bought a case of this like you have to try it <laughs> and he went out and went and grabbed the a can of the viva puff beer and it was it was like i i know i knew that we don't have them in australia it's a different one but same concept mm-hmm. so it's familiar and um fuck it tasted exactly like it It was ridiculous it was so good and yeah. i sent a picture to sam so he said that i gotta just be like yo just, i don't know if it's the time right now though, you know like i don't want to be like yo you want to do a fucking collab because like we don't there's no i don't know if people know how it works with the what's they say 
Nate says, I've been working on a bottle for about an hour and a half, and it's delightful. Ooh, Nate's yeah. sipping that. Yeah. Ooh. This is a nice sip. I mean, I'm, I'm taking my time with it now. Yeah. I don't want to, like, crush it down. I want to soak it up. Um, the way that collabs work, you got two ways. You could just, it's like a marketing thing. So that means that there's no money involved. The brewery pays for the, um, uh, the house. Gets the house. It. Yeah. What's the word? I'm not, ingredients. Fucking hell. Yeah. I'm so tired. The ingredients. And then, uh, we contribute via marketing. Mm-hmm. So that's the predominant. That's the only way we've ever done it. We've been offered to put in for the beer if we wanted to do a revenue share. Yeah. Um, and that's another uh, option. You just have to put the didn't money work in front out for the time. You could get the stuff back. On yeah, it or exactly. Profit plus profit. So. Yeah, exactly right. So that's another way to do it as well. You can kind of split it. But typically, the way that it works, it's like a mark. Even for breweries collaborating with breweries, it'd be like, all right, well, we, whoever's brewery you brewed it at, that's the brewery that pays for everything. They host it, mm-hmm. and then the money comes in. And you just use it as a marketing ploy yeah. know, to sort of share the audience. Um, alternatively, you could probably do like, all right, well, we come up with the brewery, uh, come up with the uh, the recipe. We go to, you know, one brewery goes over to one place and then you swap, sorry, and you yeah. swap over to the next one and you brought it over there, particularly between provincial lines. That's the money. That's what Flora Hall and um, I think it was Bar Canada, if I'm not mistaken, did a brewed IPA. Was it Bar Canada? I think it was. Yeah. They don't know. What was the Gerard Como beer? I think it was Bar Canada and they did one in Ontario and one in Quebec and it was the same one because Gerard Como was the dude who got done by, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. He uh, was the bloke who was he got busted by the cops bringing back too much beer. I think it was from oh, Quebec into New Brunswick. Oh, that guy. Yes, yes, yes. So that's why they named the beer after him. That's cute. That they genius. named the beer after him. And it was one of the cute. first brewed IPAs I ever had actually as well. So that yeah. was back when brutes were uh, popping, which is unfortunate. They're not around so much. No. Um, that beer didn't make it in the end. I wonder why. We were actually, that was one idea that you came up to talk about tonight. I was just like beers that you know, like they talk about tech that went to the graveyards or something like that that just didn't make it. Styles like so many, like Google Plus or something like those products. It was just like thinking about styles that didn't make it, but we have to think about that a bit more. But brute IPAs, I just thought they would be a thing, and then they just weren't. No, that was unfortunate though. I really it was interesting because I enjoy them. Yeah, I love them. I guess in the end, like the brewer's sales dictate how that goes, right? You put something out, the market decides, and if the market isn't buying it, then I guess. That's just it, and it dies. They brought out a clear IPA that tasted like a hazy IPA in a haze world, and it's that just shows you. I, I feel like that must be part of it because taste wise, I think that were great. Mm-hmm. I love that nice, dry, crisp palate. Kind of reminds you of a crispy boy a little bit, but got the tropical fruits of an IPA. Yeah, like it's, it was a great style. Yeah, I had a bunch of good ones. I had a bunch of not so good ones, but most of them were pretty good. Um, I was always super vexed. Like I come in front said this before we were in uh, San Francisco in December and the brewery that invented it called Social Brewery mm-hmm. they're on the west side of the island and I was like amped so I was like fuck yes I'm gonna go to that brewery and I'm finally gonna have a brewed IPA from the source because I don't know a single person who's ever had the original brewed IPA and they didn't have it on I'm like how are you inventing so they a style so there you go. I think they're just gone Right? Yeah. It's fucking trash. I couldn't believe I was so vexed. I was just like, and I saw them after the fact, like maybe like a month or two after, say they were bringing it back. Mm-hmm. Like, cool, but like, I don't understand how you wouldn't have that on year round. It's like your whole claim to fame. Otherwise, yeah. not, you know, I don't think any of the other stuff was super appealing. Um, but yeah, I don't know if there's any other styles that like didn't really take off that were sort of new. Because I think in our time, the only real new styles are, are the probably basics. the New England. And the brood IPAs, I can't think of any other style that was somewhat uh, invented or conceived of 
in the last decade since we've been into Bio. Yeah, I don't know either. No, I can't think of yeah. anything like. And in the end, like it's it's. I mean, dry hopped lagers. I don't think dry hopped lagers were a thing. Those seem more like I mean, variations. But it's still a lager. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly yeah. it's a variation rather than a full thing. So yeah. it almost like doesn't count. Where yeah. you're like maybe a farmhouse New England. Like I just had one from Lager Beer the other night. That was surprisingly good. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was really great. good. Lager Beer is awesome. Yeah. Um, but that could be a that could be a good subject if anyone has any thoughts on it. But we can come back to it. Yeah. Um, another thing we want to go into were the drinking habits. Milkshake IPAs are new in the last five. Oh years shit! Now. Oh sorry. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. The god level, <laughs> the best thing. Luckily, milkshakes actually took off everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, and that's from Tired Hand. Uh, Tired Hands and Omnipolo did yeah. the, the, are the originators, and they yeah. still continue to collab. When we went to Tired Hands in July, July. last year. Yeah. Um, in Philly, we had the margarita one and we bought cans of the extra vanilla. There's also a regular vanilla and an extra, extra vanilla. But yeah. we got the middle one. That's all they had. They and were they great. were fire. Like the vanilla one was really good. Like, and that's why I've had a fuck ton of milkshakes. And then the next best to that one is the milkshake series. That's why I lose my shit over them. It's not a joke. So, um, drinking habits. How are you guys doing with your drinking now? Yeah. Because one thing, and Nate was really great. He wrote a great article on this on BOS Podcast. But uh, it was about, like, balancing on the blog. On the blog. Yeah. Um, and it was about, like, balancing our intake, basically, right? Like, yes. being conscious <clears throat> of how we drink. Like, I'm not really one to speak well of this um, because I'm terrible at balance. Like, it is what it is. So maybe you can speak but well you, of it because you're yeah. better at balancing. You're, you're not a... You don't get smashed all the time, but you no, like have that, a quiet I, I like, wine. I love a quiet. I love a quiet drink. And I that's love okay. a quiet wine. I just don't see. If like, you're getting smashed, I can see it being a problem. Yeah, it was not getting smashed. But you're, it's just, like, you're just not. So. The, you know, in the Mediterranean diet, not good they for you, have though. a um, down. Thanks. That one. On the Mediterranean diet, they mm-hmm. have uh, wine, a glass of wine every night. They do, and they are the healthiest in the world. Yeah. So, anyways, so I, I'm facts. not great at like not drinking. So we did an. I did a video on it, and then Nate did an article that took it a bit further about, um, you know. So balance. sorry, it was just clickbait. It says beer is not good for you. Beer is great for you, we know. But it was like it's not good for you every day, all the time. Yeah, you have to balance exactly, and that's what we wanted to push. We thought this was a time right before we sort of paused the original series. I was, I don't know, I, was, I had all these sinus issues last year, so I wasn't able to drink, but I wanted to keep the podcast going. So I did like a, a solo podcast for the first time, um, where I just. Oh, that's Uber Eats. Oh, yeah. Oh, our Uber Eats is here. I'll be back. You got it? Yeah. We uh, pro- we scheduled all of our deliveries today to come. We thought we'd be done now, but I guess we're not. Um, so we did a thing on balance, and it was like something that people weren't talking about enough, you know? Um, and it's... Uh, okay. I like that. Friendly Uber Eats drivers. Holding us down. Essential workers. Tip them well. Respect. Like, tip we, everyone well. Yeah. Making sure we do that tip. And make sure you Lysol the goddamn containers. It's so ridiculous. You have to Lysol all the damn. We bought donuts and stuff. Had them delivered. Had to fucking clean up. Oh, it was crazy. So, uh, balance. So, now though, right? So, balance is important. It's something that doesn't get discussed enough in craft beer. What's Steve saying? It's almost lunchtime. Almost time for beer. Damn right it is, Steve. Don't be scared, mate. Fucking go in, all right? Go hard and go home, mate. So, as far as like balance is concerned, um, during this time when we're all at home, uh, every day kind of feels like, and today is a public holiday, it's a good Friday, um, 
you know, every day kind of feels the same, it's probably, I would imagine, even harder for people to go back to that balance when you can't go to the gym, you sort of force either go for a walk or do your own practice at home, whether it's body weight stuff or some yoga or something like that. Uh, we were sort of curious how people were, I don't know, handling the change. Um, they said consumption is still not taken seriously enough in the craft beer scene. I agree. It's definitely not. Um, I've seen some people say that they've drank less during this time. Maybe they just weren't feeling it because, you know, this isn't just like we're all home for fun. This is a pandemic. People are dying. Like in the end of this, likely millions of people are, are going to die. And that is really scary. And we're home. And whilst we're safe, and we're very fortunate, everyone, you know, if you're watching, listening, commenting, you very likely have a roof over your head. You have probably have income, whether it's from a job or from the government who, you know, here in Canada, we're extraordinarily lucky um, to be, you know, in a country, live in a country where the government has taken it seriously from the beginning. As much as I'm not a fan of the Quebec administration right now, they came through, they put all the, you know, the right, they did the right things at the right time, particularly for a bunch of people who don't seem to be taking it super serious, meaning the population of Quebec, because we have 50% of the cases in Canada. Um, and, uh, you know, it's not, sometimes you don't want to be, um, I don't know, drinking. It's it's like, yeah, Nate, it's scary. It is fucking scary. It's like every time you go to the grocery store, you've got to Lysol all, your, all the, the products down or wash every, you know, put all the fruit and vegetables in the sink and wash it up. Um, you know, you got to wash your hands when you touch anything. So Tiff just opened the door to the delivery person, took the delivery, put that on the kitchen floor, which we then have to mop. And now she's washing her hands thoroughly because she touched that. And then what we do, we have one person who's dirty and one person who's clean. So she'd be there. She'd open up the container. This will save us Lysoling it. And then we tip all the food into one bowl or container or something like that. And then put that back into the bag so that we don't have to Lysol it. And then we put it all, you know what I'm saying? And then serve it from there. And like everything is a headache. Everything's difficult. And it doesn't always mean that you want to drink or get fucked up or escape. Sometimes you will. But you won't want to do it all the time. And that's what I found. Some people aren't. And then some people are just drinking every day because every day feels like Sunday. So it's an interesting thing. Nate said he's been drinking more. The changing circumstances have changed my habits. I've had to force myself to take days off. And that's, that's what I have to do. That's what Tiff. Luckily for me, my I'm body tells like, me. I'm like, okay, I am not going to drink the next two days. You've been good, but I have all to right, help Tiffany, you with that. No. Yeah. And, it's hard and then if I you're say to not, you, I'm like, I hello, am? partner, keep yeah. me accountable. I'm not drinking for the next two days. You take that out, so you're good. But it's a legit. It's good. It's a legit effort. Yeah, it is an effort. And I understand because my body is softer than yours. Like I get my body's being like, bro, no more. You're done. You're done here. Yeah, drinking's in my blood. Yeah, so you're. you're I don't know if Jonathan's still in here, but he knows. Yeah, Jonathan is the same. Jonathan's my cousin. We um, have the same uh, drinking blood. What's Craig's name? Uh, Craig says, "I think everyone has escalated consumption during this weird time." Uh, yeah, it's, I would it's say impossible not to. Yeah, I'd say more more have probably escalated than not, but I definitely have seen people who said they haven't been drinking as much. Um, I know Noah from Beerism. He got sick for for three weeks, like pretty bad. He didn't have COVID, doesn't think, but um, you know he had a big bad fever and stuff, and, and kind of mashed him up. Want to read that? Yeah. Um, Sunday, uh, Seth Steve says, listening to how you guys have to be so careful makes me glad I'm in a small town. 40 minutes away from a city. Monday to Friday is business as usual for us. Weekends are a bit boring, though. Mm. Oh, are you, like, somewhere where you're just, like, working? Oh, I guess for the people... Are you working anyways? And that's why? So, like, your week hasn't changed as much? Yeah, Steve, what do you do, man? And, like, are you... Did, I mean, it sounds like you're fortunate enough to keep employment. Yeah. Um, have you been drinking more? Um, 
what's 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 the vibe like in Australia? Because I know my family's in Melbourne. Everything's pretty cool. Um, Customer service manager. Okay, so you're employed. That's you're great. employed. Good. Still kicking it. Yeah. See, I guess if you're not kicked out of your cycle, I guess for us technically we've always been we've been working from home for the last five years. Yeah, so it hasn't really felt different from. I'm just us. continuing to drink as much as I've always drank, and still you haven't the drank same more problems. or less the same thing. Yeah, it's just, I'm just still having. the but same But you know why? I, I wouldn't. Had. I wouldn't say. I know you're saying problems. I don't even like say that's the word because you're not. If you were getting plastered every night, I'd say problems. Yeah. But you're having one to two glasses of red wine. Yeah. And then if you're kind of wilding out and you feel like you... Then I head over to the gin. Yeah. And you'll either sip the fire gin very... You know, we got from Vermont rule like casually or you probably would skip the wine the whole night and you'll just drink the... Like the Bombay, like the, you know, cheaper gin and mix that with some tonic and some lime and stuff yeah. like that and have oh, I'm gins I'm tonic now. I'm just... Uh, you just go straight gin? Yeah. But uh, yeah, the limes really help. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah. Oh, not even tonic. Sorry. Just whatever. Carbonated yeah. water. So... Um, yeah, we haven't noticed an intake. Yeah. I thought I would, but I've sort of been, I've had a rough also health year as well. What the fuck my problem is? I keep feeling sort of average. So I've sort of been trying to do when I've been feeling good. I've been trying to do like two or three days on and then like one or two days off always to balance it. Oh, right. Um, I think yeah. that's good. Or drink every three days or take every third day off, something like that. Yeah. We have half the people thinking, I wish I was safe at home. And the other half thinking, I envy you living normally. Yeah, hmm. I can see that as well. I think it all depends on what mm. you're doing. Cause some it are, is true, though, mm. because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who would have preferred not to have lost their jobs and be in this weird limbo of life. Yeah. Like, it's pretty crazy. It's, it's, that's what I was so, saying it's when you were getting all the stuff. I was like, this is a weird time. So yeah. because it's so, like, I think we're all experiencing more trauma than we know. Yeah. Like, I really, really feel that that's what it is. Yeah. Oh, um, this is definitely, like, a traumatic event. For humans. For humans. Anything, trauma is anything that you can remember how life was before and then how life is after. Right. That's trauma. So right. like, trauma can also be not as crazy as this, but it can also be extremely terrible. Yeah. This is like, a, we're always going to remember 2020 was a hot mess of a year. Yeah. And it's going to be, yeah. It, and I feel like even if you're like in a position where you haven't lost your job, yeah, there's still, still a trauma crazy. attached. Yeah. Like, I feel that's like why... Like, Nate gets to keep his job. He's just working from home. Like, my mom, she's just working from home now and stuff. So, yep. But it is still the shift in life, right? Like, you don't go outside. All these things that you just, you're not going to do now. Um, uh, Craig says, keep at it, Tiff. Support your local breweries. They need our cash flow. <laughs> that's also, right? Like, I still got to support. And that's, that's why it. we still yeah. have to order boxes and stuff like that. Like, it's still got to be the thing. Because if yeah. everyone halted... Which is why the restaurant industry is this why it's more terrifying because it's not as concerning purchasing something like beer and wine as it is purchasing prepared food. Yes. You know? Because you can just wash the beers. I like, mean, it took me three weeks and, like, your birthday to be comfortable with doing all this takeout. This is and this, we're taking all these precautions, right? We've only had it once before today. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's the thing. It's, uh, we do need to support them. Otherwise, they're not going to make it through on the other side, right? No. And that's Like, no business is scary. made to go three months without revenue. No. Like, no one... There's runway, and you can prepare for certain things, yes. And, like, you'd hope you have a runway of six months, for example, but it's better said than actually, like, implemented, right? Yeah. Like, who's... Yeah, it's, it's just doesn't... It's Nobody was built for that, really. No. Um, Steve? Steve says, Aussie government has made sure that everyone has funds. 750 a week minimum for workers who have lost an 1100 FN. Uh, Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Fortnite is two weeks. <laughs> For, for North people, Americans. <laughs> for people on the dole. 
on the dollar's welfare. Steve, this is like serious Aussie slang. I gotta translate, here, Steve. Guys. Fuck, bro. Remember, this is the Canadian <laughs> team, right? Um, country gonna be broke after this. Oh, yeah, we're all gonna be broke. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Unless Australians came through yeah. in the end, Australian government, but they were late. I saw them saying actually that they wanted to be like Canada, which made me happy. Yeah, they shouted out Canada, mum was telling me, so um, they were madly. We, uh, yeah, like Canadians have something similar, like, everyone's getting $500 a week. But you know what's interesting? Like $750 is like, you guys should, should have like $1,000, $1,200, because it's, it's so much expensive. more expensive living well, in Australia. Well, Steve's like, said 40 minutes from probably Brizzy, if I'm not mistaken, Brisbane in, in Queensland, so my parent, my mom's in Melbourne, Melbourne's pretty expensive. Interesting thing, Steve, you could tell me about if this is facts, so I got a mate in Melbourne who uh, is a chippy. So he's a carpenter, <laughs> and he works sort of for himself, and he works for a builder, but he's he's like a, his own company. So he doesn't have employees. I think he's had employees in the past. So, but he's not an employee. So he's a a contractor who runs his own business, and none of the government um, plans so far have helped him and he's like fuck man like all my money is just stopped his wife is still working which is you know, she can work from oh, home oh that sucks so, so that's like, different from Canada because in Canada a, if you can prove loss of wages you can get it you immediately will get the, the but they had multiple waves Canada hit that straight away pretty well Australia had uh, multiple waves where they kept releasing new things and mum was telling me about it mm-hmm. so it was kind of uh, a little rough for someone like that well like we wouldn't qualify for example or we don't qualify because we didn't lose anything but say, but it's fine. Did, I don't want to take them take money. We didn't lose anything. No, I'd rather have the, the business. I don't yeah. want to lose anything. Yeah. I mean, we're very fortunate. I'd rather it be this way. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> so, but at least there's something here, and I feel like you know the it depends though. The two grand the Canadian government. So that's seven fifty a fortnight. I think, what do you say? Seven fifty a week. So seven fifty a week. I know it was eleven hundred a fortnight. I heard it was fifteen hundred a fortnight. I guess which is the seven fifty a week. But mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe there's different circumstances. Either way, it's only like three grand in Toronto, like. If you get paid that two grand that they're giving you here, you're barely going to be able to survive on that. Yeah. That two grand. Like, I understand what they're saying, but it's like, there's no, there's nothing in that. Like, if you, what oh it, gosh, if you're in Toronto on $2,000 a month, like, you're, you will have $100. If you live in, I think the average price, you have like, a few real estate clients, and I think like the last thing I saw, average rental was like $1,750 or $1,800 for a one bedroom, which means. Like, yeah. Oh no! Sorry, twenty two ninety five. That's not about twenty two ninety five. Sorry. So it's not even. So you rent. wouldn't even cover rent. So yeah. So those people must be expected to be. Steve either. says he's not too sure about that situation. Okay, so but it's yeah. very specific. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's a, it's an interesting time. So I guess the point of talking about all that is like, are people drinking more to cope with that? Um, it's funny. You should drink more to save all the people you care about in a way as well. But we did go into all the ways you can. If you don't want to drink more, you can buy gift cards and do other things. I don't know if like Wood oh, Brothers, the brewers, not yeah, everyone yeah. has gift cards. We did that up, last last time. But like there are things you can do. Oh, as we well. did a video that I probably won't put up here because I'm not going to watch the whole thing to know the timestamp to put it in there. But we did a video about how to support your local brewery. We did one uh, when this first started, and we mm. shot one the other day, um, in with a collaboration with a local um, cheese platter and beer and wine. Um, I guess it's a Depp. Is it, is it yeah, that? basically. Yeah. Or but yeah, because like specialty store. Yeah, we had a cool video of that talking about this in a bit more detail, which we'll be dropping soon. So it's continuing to talk about it because I feel like we have a responsibility with a platform like this to be, you know, push the message. Push the message. Thank stuff. you. Yeah. yeah, and just make sure people are aware because I think a lot of people they're like see everyone commenting here. A lot of people here are very like in the community. Yeah. And they understand this it's stuff. Great. 
Um, and they, they get it, but there's still probably a lot of people who aren't mm-hmm. sort of in these conversations a lot yeah. and don't know like, all right, what can I do? So I think it's our job to, whilst we're doing this, whilst I'm kind of like starting to get over talking about it, like when we're preparing for this, we're like, Oh, we just man. don't want to be repetitive. It's, it's a repetitive thing. It is thing. what it is, right? It's yeah. what's happening. It's like in everyone's... I feel like we're going to have to touch on it yeah. every single thing we what's do. what's happening, right? Because if it's you just... ignore it, it's weird. Yeah. Even in our... In our uh, we have another YouTube channel, which you should go and follow, High Season Co. Um, we mm-hmm. have a social media agency and we do stuff on that. I feel like we touch on it every time we do a video. Yeah. Because it's like... We don't... Like, there was a time for YouTube, like, now we're allowed to say it, I think, now. Yeah. Before, you weren't even allowed to say crisis, quarantine covid coronavirus like you actually got demonetized or whatever and penalized and penalized for it which sucked so now we can say it so but we always say you know definitely just refer to it i think it's important what's steve saying steve says if he's in and out it's just because he might miss some parts of the conversation yeah no stress we're all good steve um but yeah that's the drinking habits and also one this is kind of slightly lighter um are people drinking cellar beers or they're just drinking regular beers and are they ordering or they're going to a store or a brewery uh, I was just kind of curious the way people are drinking. So like tonight, last night we had a, uh, at midnight, I always try and save some like super fire. We had the, um, we got it from Hill Farmstead, the Brother Soigné, the collab with um, the Grassroots Brewing, which is like the, I think one of the brewers from Hill Farmstead's other sub label. And they did a collab with BIM from Godspeed in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So we had that last night, it was fire. And we saved, saved a bit of that. I got after this some um, Rodenbach from Belgium, which is really not my shit, but Rodenbach is just the best. I, like, Belgian beers are not what, you know, if anyone watches our stuff, you know I don't fuck with that generally. Yeah. But Rodenbach a game changer. So, so good. Uh, looking forward to that and stuff. So I've been having a few cellar beers when we can. If I'm drinking sort of by myself, the problem with cellar beers is everybody know the reason you have them in your damn cellar is that you can't drink them by yourself. So unless Tiff wants to split with me, maybe like a... You know, seven fifty of the stout or something like that. Yeah. Like, then it's know. hard for you. Hard or you just have to drink one and chill out with it. That's all. And there's that. That's the whole night's drink is just that. Yeah. Uh, bottle. What's Nate saying? Uh, Nate's doing a hundred percent online ordering. Hundred percent online. Yeah. What about selling? Nate's Nate? doing well. I see your orders coming through on Instagram stories. Yeah, Nate was like, flexing. This guy is like personally like keeping the beer, <laughs> keeping the beer community floated. Like my goodness. Whilst writing fire articles. About it. <laughs> Um, Nate, I saw Nate was flexing on us with the new, uh, Paradise Lost from... Ooh, I saw his Blood Brothers, with the, with uh, collection. The, uh, with the Galaxy yeah, Dry Hopped yeah. version. Ooh, fuck you, Nate. Lovely. Damn, Nathaniel. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, fle- he flexes on them. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. I uh, hope you got the Milkshark, Nate, too, man. Yeah, I hope you got the Milkshark, the... I should have actually hollered at you. Could have probably split it. I just thought I'd just bother my friend. I didn't really think... But how are you going to split it? Oh, well, because I could have, we could have split an order, split the shipping, ordered it to Nate, and he could have, but then he still would have to take his out and then still go to the post office. And Which I don't is, want to make yeah. him go to the post exactly, office. That's, that's why I didn't ask. Yeah, uh, even in the odd instances where I'm picking up on site, I order online so the transactions are contactless. Yeah, that's the way to do it. Yeah, right now the Uber guy, like, oh, because he didn't order from the app, that's why, right? No, he didn't okay. have the, he gave it to you at the door. Yeah, so did the but they're supposed one, so. to put it down and walk away. But I, I, I did, there wasn't the option for the leave at the door thing, because I don't yeah. like the Uber app, I just, I like the Yeah, the no, website. that's fair. Um, the app is I didn't get in on the Milkshark missed out. Yeah, I'm not, that's... You fucked up, Nate, you fucked up. I'm Scooter, glad these businesses are doing well, it just makes me happier now when people like Wood Brothers are selling out, Bellwood selling out, that just makes me happier, because like, 
Do you know what I saw? It there? just shows the, the community staying healthy. <laughs> yeah, I saw, um, and I don't know if this is like a warning or just like a, uh, not a warning, but like a bit of advice for other breweries. People were on the Bellwoods comments being like, fuck guys, like you, you keep spacing out the releases and I have to pay $10 a week of shipping when I could just do it all at once. Like, Jesus Christ, can you just like batch them? Fair enough. And I was like, all right, fair enough. That's a fair. It was just like people. Nate who, says, "Yep, I'm trash." <laughs> yeah, you're hot garbage. You're not trash. You're, you're not fuck, trash. You, well, it's okay. I got it. You didn't get it. You suck. <laughs> I got milkshake, milkshake, milkshake. Bassam got it for you. Well, I got it, and Bassam's gonna send it to yeah, me yeah. if he decides not to drink it. Yeah. Which he, it's it's he I'm, I'm banking. He likely won't. Um, but yeah, I thought that was pretty funny that people and a, a bunch and they were like, "Yeah, bro, yeah, absolutely. I'm tired of this. Like, fuck. Mm. Like people were just getting real mad about That's it. That's fair." I mean, it's a $10 flat rate shipping, which I think is interesting. The Bellwoods are doing that when so many breweries are doing either free delivery in the uh, GTA. Grand What's Toronto. Dominion doing? I feel like Dominion's like knew the pandemic was coming. They're so prepared. Nate, what is uh, Dominion like, doing? They're so prepared. Auto? Everything from like the immediately. I think it's, well, clearly if you pick up, it's free. No one's paying anything. But Nate, what if Del- Dominion are doing the drop off? Do they charge? You probably know better than me off top. Yeah. Or any, like, interesting ones, because they didn't really check it out. I know most people are doing, like, a lot of the Hamilton breweries, like Clifford and, um, yeah, Grain and Grit. I, I'm mm-hmm. not sure about Fairweather now, but uh, Merritt, stuff like that. I think they're doing a lot of local... Delivery? That's kind of what the, wine, that's what the wineries are doing. Uh, maybe that's the winery. There was someone I was seeing that only did, and then people were vexed. Well, Nate just said that Hamilton's doing, um, or Grain and Grit, for example. Hamilton only. Yeah. So that means if people... He's doing free local delivery for over $40 orders. That's fair. Okay, that's good. Yeah, put a cap on there. That I like that. Sense. Yeah. I saw that there was a... Oh, fuck, what was it? Was it something in... I can't remember if Bellwoods had the same thing, if it was like a minimum order that you could get a free you know, free shipping. It's only 10 bucks anyway, so it's not even really a big deal. Like, I thought that was pretty reasonable. I guess, I feel like it's fair in terms of spacing out. So it's like, if you order this week, you're ordering at another $10, then you next week something comes, you're like, fuck, I think they're eating, $10. I reckon, yeah, so I understand that. <laughs> it's like, But I would imagine that the Bellwoods are eating the price of that because it's more than, if I, and I say you order, they go, it doesn't matter how many you order. You order two cans, you order fucking 24, you're paying 10 bucks. Then they're not eating the cost of that because there's always a margin It's going to balance though. It's going to balance out. No, there's out. always a margin in shipping. You always make money on shipping. Okay, well, I guess they probably are, but like. Sorry, maybe there's other people out there who aren't making money on shipping. Yeah, but I don't think what everyone I've seen, is. A lot of people make money on on shipping. Like either you ship it for free, and there's just like no cost, and you're working that in, yeah. or you're adding a convenience fee in a way to things. Potentially, um, and they might have like a deal with Canada Post or whatever the, the yeah. thing is. Um, but it's interesting that that's the way some people are doing it. So like, it's just so cool in Ontario when you're sort of looking at it from like a perspective in. Uh, in Quebec here. Actually, I'd love if Steve is in Australia, I'm not sure what the deal is with shipping in, in, with Aussie breweries. I know that there are online stores like Beer Cartel in Sydney and they ship, they have a wicked range of beers from everywhere. I, if you call them the Milk Shark picture, that's where it was. Um, oh, I was just looking for the pricing. Oh, the pricing. Oh, let's look at the angle. Oh, it is. Price. Yeah, please group together so I don't have to pay Campart $10 to drive seven minutes multiple times a week. Yeah, that's what they're saying. So they're doing... Okay. Yeah, because they keep doing releases. But even today, I went to get like two other... They sold out of the Jelly King. You know the fuck shit? I told my brother to get me the new Jelly King. And then he had it. And I was like, I don't know when I can get it for you. Just drink it because I'm going to do the order for Milkshark and I got a friend to do it. He's like, yeah, cool. Then I hit him up this morning. Go, oh, yeah, they said they were sold out. So hang on to that Jelly King. He's like, oh, I already drank it. Yeah. I was, it was my bad, bro. Don't worry. Like, um, oh, and then um, for DC, they're doing $10 delivery across Ontario for orders over 42 That's good. That's, That's really good. Sebastien. Hi, Sebastien. Says, hey, up, guys. Anyone wonder why Quebec breweries can't ship their beers? Seriously, archaic. 
Oh, Sebastian, we have talked. <laughs> Trust me. It's like the number one question we ask ourselves yeah. every day. Wow. Um, we have had brewers say the difference between Ontario and Quebec is that because Quebec has so many different points of sale, we have multiple opportunities to get beer so we can get it from a depreneur. So that's why. And they deliver. And they deliver. So that's their. I don't think that's a justifiable answer. And also I because. Think I personally, and I, you as well, yeah. we like to purchase directly from the brewer because then we know there is no additional cost that there, there's no third party middleman cost there. The, the, so, they're probably the same retail price, but the brewery would be losing out. Yeah, have to but sell right them. now the they're, they're selling money, to the distributors retailer, money. Yeah, there's a, thing, there's a there's bunch a of things that happen here, right? And But we're just, Quebec's just not allowed to ship direct to consumer. It's just... Because we have laws that are 300 years old from the Prohibition era. That, that <laughs> That's the point. I was, we were talking about this the other day. And Tiff said, remember Montreal just had a 375th birthday. Yeah, because he's like, so old. And I'm like, yeah, we're actually like 375 like, oh. years old. So yeah. like this extraordinarily archaic. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And I, I do hope out of all of this, the breweries really come together and show like, hey, this is the what you put us in. Like you put us in a really negative position where when this happens and people aren't allowed to purchase from a third party, you've put us out of business because of this. So I do hope, or potentially put us out of business because of it. So I do hope they all like have some type of thing where they bind together and go to the government, rely on the A and BQ to make things work for them, but it just doesn't make sense. It's no. not fair. No, it's really not. Anyone who creates a product should be able to sell it to the consumer, you know? couple things there um steve says every brewery doing the free local delivery as well as 15 dollars growlers two liters of 15 percent barley wine for bugger all is pretty insane <laughs> you know that bugger means? all that's, bugger all not much yeah that's really good uh sebastian says same here and a lot of stuff is not available because it's simply too far did buy canada did you buy canada post lately um oh yeah canada post is a nightmare um, Bar Canada can't do it. So they, they, last I heard, they're still producing and they're still doing Oh, drops. did you see Bar Canada's post today? Is that what you mean? No, I did not see Let it. Let me look and we'll see. We'll take a look right now. So Bar Canada, last I heard, they were um, doing their regular, I think it was bi-weekly. They come to Montreal on like a Tuesday or a Wednesday. Is it all in French? Oh, it's all in French. Okay, it's going to oh, take me a while. Fuck. Give me a second. Can you uh, do a TLDR, Because, like, it'll take us away. Oh, you can try and find okay, it? Okay, I can see this big thing at the bottom. Oh, it's, it's the like, time, it is time to, to deliver like, to permit So the crisis has... Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get back to you on what it says. Okay, just going to figure Sebastian out the French. will give us a really quick um, French I think even just that big thing just means that but they... But basically, it's like, it's time to and deliver. And they probably got a bunch of reasons. That's amazing. I didn't see that. They're right, because Bar Canada, for people who don't know, Brasserie de Bar Canada in Gatineau, which is the town opposite Ottawa on the Ontario side and the Quebec side, so it's the capital city. And um, they're about two hours from Montreal, and they do. They were the first to do the fire haze in the province, arguably after Boreal. Um, but their shit is incredible, and they do a drop here every couple of weeks, which is dope. And um, the thing is that to get their beers already was a problem because... If they did a drop at the depreneur, you'd have to go that day to make sure you got them because you've probably got a three to five hour window before they all sell out. And I always found it really hard to get their stuff. Um, now, I guess now they're saying they need, because it's probably too hard for them. They should just be out of ship. Like they really should. Is that what they're saying? So yeah, basically they're saying like what we all know, which is just, it's heavily impacting um, breweries' ability to operate in the same way they can specifically those who relied on like tap rooms that they had to close and restaurants and things like that and the sale of their beers in bars 
Um, the restrictions are basically causing like unemployment and stuff like that, um, and restricting production as well. So it's just time to modernize these ridiculously old laws. Okay. Uh, it says this week that the premier of um, Quebec right, has asked that uh, certain businesses reflect on the next months. You're gonna have to help me out here. Deputy Lefassant operate avec les normes de distanciation. Oh, yes. like having to act with the social distancing in mind. Okay. Uh, and they've taken these measures, but basically what they're saying is that there needs to be a way to ship. Right, because they don't want people coming to the place, I'd imagine. Yeah. Because the thing about Bar Canada, just like Misorum, Misorum had like... Oh, and now you can order. It's a pre-commande. So pre-order and do curbside pickup, yay. Okay, and... Yeah, it's it's, it's not it's, enough. I think it's dope, to, but it's not yeah. enough, man. And it's it's what's annoying about this even is like you're like, hey guys, stay home, stay home, go support your local businesses and go do the pickup and stuff. From yeah. There. So what do you want people ship. to do? You Stop want them it. to stay home or you want? I just think them if, to be able yeah. to sh- to ship. So let breweries deliver so that the stay home argument can can maintain. Right? Yes. I think at the end of the day, is anyone else saying anything extra? Or it's, um, a lot of stuff is not available because it's simply too far. Did you? Oh, no, no. That's yeah. The same thing, yeah. So now we saw it. But um, I just feel like if you can mail order weed, like marijuana, which only was legal like a year and a half ago, and if you can still order uh, liquor, wine, or beer from the SAQ online, why the fuck can't anybody else send it? Or, yeah. or depreneurs can send it, then why can't breweries? And someone told Troy said it has to be a license that is a catering license. Mm-hmm. So which breweries have a catering license? Like most of them are tap rooms, like Four Origins and Masorum and um, Brewski have a brew pub license so they can sell. For some reason, there's some other license they have to sell their cans. Judiciel in um uh the the main one in Laurier is a brew pub and they can't sell the bottles and cans. You have to go across the road to Vatoum Bier to be able to buy the can like the bottles. It's ridiculous. What's saying? Bye Tim. Tim, yeah. Bro, have a good night, stay safe. Have a good night. I hope to see you again in person sometime yes. soon. Um and Sebastian says Oval and Brett Sauvage, Brett Sauvage. for example. Mm-hmm. Um, they they like they are actually a great example. Because they, um, Erin Gaspersy, mm-hmm. uh, Brenna Sauvage, France, Francis from Pit Caribou sold Pit Caribou instead of Brenna Sauvage. Mm-hmm. It's a strictly barrel aged brewery and cool ship and stuff, like mm-hmm. all wild stuff. So he's only doing like crazy shit. So to be able to get those beers in Montreal is very tough. So if we could order in Quebec, people could just order online for all value. Yeah. Yes, it'd be just like trying to get Yeezys or something. Yeah, but you'd be still able to an opportunity. order. I've had Oval like less than five times type of mm-hmm. thing, and only because I usually mostly it's friends who break it out. Yeah, like Noah bust out for me a couple of times and shit like that, and it's like it's always an, a pleasure. But I just don't get it, and I'd love to be able to buy some. Yeah, but you can't, and I'm sure there's so many brews. I bet there's people in Gaspésie who want to get their hands on some brewski, some the sure. Sorum, some yeah, like for sure. whatever, um, and that's really unfortunate. Yeah, what did they say? Said cheers to. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, so that's the stuff that drives me crazy. The, uh, the only other thing that we had on the list today really was the, uh... Oh, no, I want to talk about this in another episode because I want to make it something bigger. Okay. Yeah. Well, we've been going for an hour and 45. That's not yeah, bad. we're good. So, guys, it's been fun. Guys, thank you so Appreciate much for y'all. joining us in this live today. We are doing lives every Friday at 8 p.m. now until further notice. <laughs> yes, and it's going to be Tiff and I on the podcast. I was talking to Noah today. Noah was like, do you want people to call in? I don't know how you can do like... Okay, I'm going to find out this tech because there's another guy I follow who I love and he's very good with the tech stuff and he found a way to make it so that you can have someone 
like, live stream in and it splits screens and put it and puts it nicely there. So that just means I'm gonna have to start diving into this we'll stuff. If this is a new, it's just live wasn't a thing for us before, but I guess I'll take some time out to actually. Because the problem options. is, I want to know how it works with the audio because then the audio runs. We've got a separate microphone here that we use for the podcast. So we'd have to probably record the audio. Ooh, that's the problem. You know what I'm the saying? The only thing I can think of is if we attach the camera to the mic. We'll talk about this off. Well, there is one way but to do it. But if we attach the mic and the camera, if, then maybe it would be feeding off the audio from the other person from the camera or something. If that means they'd have to talk all the way through. Yeah. Alternatively, if the person who we're talking to goes through YouTube, we would probably have to be here with headphones on so we could hear him. Uh, and or her and then they would have a separate microphone on their end and yeah. then we can put those together that's how i've done it in the past I'm love gonna, you nate yeah oh love you nate you're the best mm -hmm. either way we're gonna try and figure it out because like you know i do like the call i would love to have nate on here yeah i want to have you nate know? chris noah I would love to have chris noah yeah just, cool. scotty it'd be so cool like you know while your baby's sleeping come through yeah get to get the baby on the first podcast in the first you know, you know? first couple of weeks of life you know what i'm saying yeah. man's been podcasting from time g <laughs> So, uh, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate y'all. Uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. If you guys enjoyed the episode, smash a thumbs up because this video is going to be saved. Hit subscribe below. Hit the notification bell Ding. so you know when the new drops. Follow us on social media at BAOS Podcast and Tiffany at Liquid X Happiness on Instagram. Check out the long form audio specifically here um, on Apple Podcasts, iTunes everywhere, Google Play or whatever it's called, Google Podcasts now, everywhere you get your shit. Um, so if we can figure it out, I'm in. Cool, done. Um, and also, if you're listening to the podcast, please give us a uh, if you're you know you fuck with this, you enjoy it, give us a five star rating, give us a uh, what else is a five star rating and a review, and be yes. like they are cool, listen to them, something like that. Super helpful to get us up there, particularly whilst people uh you know have a little bit extra time to listen to podcasts. Yeah. Um, that is it, guys. Once again, see you. This podcast comes out every Wednesday. The live is the Friday before. So uh, if you're listening to the podcast, you didn't like catch the live on YouTube, jump in on the Friday. We'll be here. Guys, thank you so much. Appreciate all of y'all. Uh, get it in you. Fucking cheers. Get it in Yeah, Going to be top five this week in Oz but, too, guys. Yay. Oh, yes. Shout oh, to we Steve were top that. nine. So I guess. So Steve was the guy who told me. Yeah, okay, cool. So we got number five in Australia in food podcasts last so cool. week. Uh, which was pretty sick, number nine. So hopefully we get top five because uh, Steve runs the Aussie Beer Podcast account and just promotes Aussie. He's a fucking legend. I appreciate him so much, man. He's out there really Thanks, writing Steve. for Australian beer. Go for uh, Sunday. See, what's it called again? Sunday session. There's SMS. Sunday. Fuck, what's the M? I'm sorry, dude. I've been drinking. Uh, <laughs> Sunday sessions, the podcast. It's two Steves and someone who's not a Steve. Um in Australia, and they just talk about a bunch of stuff that's happening in Australia, uh, Australia craft beer industry, and it's just really cool. Um, oh, man, why am I having a blank? I know it. I see it all the time. He'll jump in and say it. But make sure you follow. I want to make sure I'm going to keep the audio going until Steve says what it is um, because these guys are really good. And, and also go follow the Aussie Beer Pods Instagram account. Um, it's very cool because it lets you know what's happening with the charts, who's popping in Australia. That's how actually I've learned – um mm, what's going on in australia yeah that's the what's it called the sunday sesh show with sms with oh SMS, the sunday sesh show yeah there you go that's what it's called perfect so check them out these guys are based in brisbane and they uh, do weekly podcasts so guys that is it Fuck see you it. in the next one get in yeah <laughs>